HQ. We're all locked and loaded now. With the latest news. Stand by for a start. Form analysis and markets. Plus interviews with the key jockeys and trainers on today's Thoroughbred Racing. And the gates are back. Racing HQ. On Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. In association with Racing New South Wales. And the Australian Turf Club. This is Racing HQ. Good morning. Welcome to Saturday HQ. Great to have you with us wherever you are. Watching on Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Racing 1, or listening, of course, across Sky Sports Radio around New South Wales or around the nation, or you might have downloaded the new Tab app and having a bit of a listen, a listen there. It is a beautiful morning in Sydney and surrounds. Hopefully it's a, a, a lovely morning uh, wherever you are and uh, we get stuck into a massive day of racing. But as, uh, as beautiful a morning as it is, the sun rising here and nice blue skies, um, certainly a, a morning uh, tinged with a fair bit of sadness. We learnt um, in the, in the last little while of, uh, of the passing overnight of Gwenda Markwell. Uh, Gwenda had been uh, battling cancer for a while now and um, just um, the news filtering through out of Kim Grange that uh, Gwenda has sadly passed away. Our thoughts and condolences to, to Ross and her family and friends. Um, I mean, Gwenda was Kim Grange, wasn't she? And uh, a great, great lady. No, no doubt people we speak to this morning will be paying their respects to her. So a very sad start to the day. Um, not not, not could I, that I could go into uh, too many stories about Gwenda, but just a great lady. What do you say? She was always um, up for a chat at the races and very, very sad way to start uh, the start our show this morning. It's Golden Eagle Day at Rose Hill Gardens. $10 million up for grabs. Uh, an amazing field of four-year-olds come together uh, for this race today. Um, light infantry course, very heavily back favourite with the tab. We'll, we'll see if this European um, can get uh, get the job done. Internationals in town. Frankie Dottori is here. Jamie Spencer's been in town for a while. So they had, they had a stack of interest to a, a terrific Rose Hill Gardens program that is every chance, and we'll find out soon from Sean Patterson, every chance of kicking off the day on that good four. Uh, it's been a beautiful week in Sydney. Haven't had the chance to say that for a while, but um, uh, a beautiful week weather-wise and what a meeting to get through uh, today. Uh, that four pillars uh, midway. Speaking of Gwenda, tell you what, Gwenda, Frankie Dottori, Bernie Need in the four pillars midway won't, might be carrying a bit more money uh, than it was before Burning Need. So, um, yeah, we look forward to a great day of racing at Rosewood Gardens. It's Derby Day as well at Flemington. Dean Lester and Mark Hunter have done all the form uh, for one of the great days of racing. If you're a racing lover, racing enthusiast, you'll all agree that Derby Day um, um, is just a proper day of racing as uh, the big week gets underway there at Flemington. Newcastle Racing today, they're getting pretty close to their Hunter meeting uh, and also Eagle Farms and Queensland Racing uh, getting a bit more serious soon as well. Busy first uh, part of the show. We'll get through all the track reports around the nation. Joe Cleary and Kristen Buchanan before 7 o'clock. Brady Nixon is trialers and, of course, Brett Devine with all things happening at the Australian Turf Club. Ron Duffersey is with us after 7 o'clock. Rachel King has a, a pretty more than handy book of rise today. Rachel, we'll hear from Rach. Um, Joe Pride's there for a chat. Rod Northam, John O'Shea, David Van Dyke. And if he's not in transit... We'll try and get a hold of Peter Moody, who settles up three runners in the Golden Eagle. Our regular segments, Brad Greg, Glenn Munsey, all the form there between eight and nine for a great Rose Hill Gardens program. And behind the gates, we'll try and hammer the tab again today. Got them last week again 
with the behind the gates multi and we'll do our very best to uh, try and land that uh, land that again today and if you're on the punters panel multi from yesterday good luck to you there as well uh, let's get to rose hill gardens for a start and i'm tipping we're speaking to a, a happy enough track manager this morning in the shape of sean patterson g'day sean good morning uh let's just go straight to down to business what rating are we for golden eagle day Yep, look, we come up this morning as a good four. Uh, Penno with 5.18, so there's a nice bit of moisture in there. It's at the higher side of a four, and um, look, a really good forecast today with 25 degrees. There's not a cloud in the sky and uh, low wind, so it should be a good day. Just, just, a, just a beautiful, sunny, breezy day yesterday. We just haven't had that lately. We know it's just been brutal with this rain, but it's been, um, yeah, f finally, just the kind of week you wanted. Yeah, look, the prep for the week with the rain earlier in the week, uh, we've recorded 42.7 mil in the last seven days. Um, just played nicely for this week. Uh, the, the weather conditions yesterday, obviously, they were quite gusty and it was quite warm, so it just made it improve into the, the fall range. Uh, but as I said, there's a nice bit of moisture in there, so it should get through the day on the fall. Has Ellsberg had his gallop yet? Yeah, uh, Tommy was on top. Uh, he thought it was the fall. Uh, we watched the gallop and had a look at the wear and tear, and it was uh, looked perfect almost. So, uh, look, said it was a four and um, expects it to stay there for the day. Exciting, isn't it, Sean? I know, you know, Golden Slipper Day is, is, is the biggest day. Um, well, I, I believe it is for those, uh, the world's best two-year-olds. But um, this dead heat saw is a pretty close second and you must be happy with the way things have come up. Oh, look, especially with the weather. We've had this last 12 months and obviously uh, the beginning of the carnival, we saw some pretty adverse conditions and raced pretty well under that. Uh, but it's nice to get to this week and everything play right for us. There's nothing on the radar. Good on you, Sean. We'll let you go. Nice, sharp, short uh, report there and a good four rail tree weather fine. Good luck today. Thank you. There he is, Sean Patterson, race course manager at Rose Hill Gardens. Yeah, beautiful week in Sydney. What more can you say? Uh, that's all we want to say as we uh, we get down to business for a, a huge program of racing. The Nature Strip, we'll see Lost and Running. We'll hear from John O'Shea on how the big horse is. He's the favourite for the, uh, for the Nature Strip as... Um, the Sydney Sprint Series is still up for grabs. It's um, not done and dusted yet. I mean, Marzu ties with Lost and Running at the top of that table. And, uh, of course, Eduardo uh, right there as well. Massive bonus up for grabs in that Sydney, uh, Sydney Sprint Series. And it is still, well, down to the wire today. That is for sure. Uh, Newcastle are racing today up there at Broadmeadow. And Chris Nation is on the line for a chat. G'day, Chris. Morning, Rich. How are you, buddy? Good, thank you. How's your week been? Yeah, standing now, the sun's out, can't complain. So uh, it's funny what a, a bit of sun on the back does. It gives everyone a, a bit of a fresher vibe, and obviously the grass starts to, to kick, which is good for everyone. So, uh, but we had a bit of rain early in the week, which obviously helps here. Um, we got a little bit of drizzle Thursday, uh, Thursday night, and then a storm um, late Thursday as well, which dropped about five mil on us in, in about five minutes. And then the sun came out and warmed it right up. So. Uh, the rail's out 10 metres in the back straight, um, 11 everywhere else. Um, and that's obviously because we've got our hunter meeting in two weeks' time, so we're just protecting as much of the track as we can. Um, the grass coverage is nearly at 100%, and we're on a good four. Good four. Wow. Yeah. So it's probably only just there. Look, some of the areas, yep. It's uh, now we're chasing dry spots. Something we're starting to see some spots go off. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's it, it's not a genuine four yet. It's... it's in between a four and a five, and that's just because um, we don't have that full grass coverage. But um, yeah, look, it's definitely dry. It's just got to get that full coverage back. I mean, somewhere between a four and a five is just beautiful, isn't it? Really? 
Yeah, oh, ab- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, happy with it. Absolutely happy with it. It's just, you know, people might say, you know, we've had a week with no, uh, you know, with not a lot of rain. Why aren't you the four? And, and it's just because the, the coverage is not there. It just allows it to stay a little bit loose on top, which obviously doesn't allow them to, to get the grip that they want to run the time. Uh, what's the radar saying today? Any kind of breeze or what are we talking about in that regard? Mate, I haven't looked at it because I don't want to see the rain, but no, <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to be a, a brilliant day here, 27 degrees. There is a bit of breeze um, meant to come from the west, which genuinely um, then blows into the face of it uh, coming down the straight. But I yeah. think that's it's got a little bit blowy here, but I, I think it's meant to settle by lunchtime. Beautiful. You sound pretty satisfied. Yeah, can't complain, mate. Cannot yeah. complain. Good on you. Uh, how's Dwayne? Dwayne okay? Mate, he's doing his best. He's, he's got over his uh, his paramedic getting beat, but he supplied the coffees this morning, so I can't I can't be too hard on him. Take, take a photo? Today. Yeah, I will. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a first right. for everything, they say. <laughs> He'll be... Um, <laughs> yeah, miracles do happen, Chris. <laughs> miracles do happen. But that's, uh, he'll, be, he'll be getting pretty... He'll all be getting pretty fired up. That, that Honda meeting is just, just on your doorstep now, isn't it? Yeah, mate, the team's doing a great job up here. Um, obviously, this looks like it's going to be the biggest of, of all. Obviously, we've had the lead in and we've uh, targeted a few different areas to try and uh, uh, to get some new new crowds in. And look, tickets are just about all, all sold out. So um, I think we've only got a couple of the, the, the uh, packages left and the rest are just GAs, which are already over 2,500 sold. So yeah. um, that's unheard no. of for us up here. So. No. It'll be enormous. Good on you, Chris. We'll let you go. Thanks for the report. Good for looking forward to a, a very solid provincial meeting. Thanks, Rich. Take care. Good on you. There he is, uh, Chris Nation. Let's go to Eagle Farm Racing in Queensland today. Jim Roberts is on the line for a chat. G'day, Jim. Yeah, good morning, Richard. How are you? Good, thank you. How's your morning going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. A bit warm, but other than that, which I'll bring for another warm day here in Queensland, so the weather's fine. I think they're saying a top of 31 or 32 or something today. No rain or storms forecast, which is good. But a warm day, nevertheless. So, um, what, uh, what did we go at rating wise? Yeah, uh, we track a good four this morning. Yeah. With the rail out at eight metres, irrigation five mil in the last 24 hours, and we're at 23 in the last seven days. And we've had 81 and a half mil of rain in the last seven days. So, uh, pan out 5.87. Uh, no, it's looking good. Like I said, the weather's fine, so track, track's in good nick, and uh, all points to a good day. Uh, right, that rain's obviously right. What a ride Sunday, Monday, or. Yeah, we had it earlier in the week. We just had a few showers on and off through the week. A couple of little storms passed through. We missed most of it here at the track. There's some good rain around us, but we missed a lot of it at the track. But uh, yeah, like I said, the early part of the week was the most, where we got the most uh, most rainfall, for sure. Okay. Where's your uh, rail yeah, looking good today. Yeah, eight metres today, Richard. Yep. Okay, and a warm one. And a warm one. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, warm in the last few days here in Brisbane, actually. We're at 32, 33, so... You had, the hose, you had the hose in the yard there to give some of those horses a little bit of a... Yeah, well, we've got them, we'll have to start having them set up for sure. Yeah, we've always yeah. got ice baths for them yeah. uh, and hoses, you know, ready to cool them down. Now, that comes a bit. We do that. We've been doing that for a number of years here in Queensland, yeah. especially when the humidity gets high. And, um, uh, you know, and then the vets, at every vet's request anyway, the vets are on, as you know, they're on course all the time, so they'll yeah. give us an idea if they want, if a horse comes in a bit distressed, to give them a bit of a hose down for sure, yeah. Good on you. All right, nice work, Jim. So, good four, rail out eight metres and um, a warm one. Gee, t- ten races, um, a big program, which um, you'd imagine, you'd imagine, Jim, one of those Mashanis might be hard to beat in the first race. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, there's a few of them in there, but anyway, Goodness that's me. the way it is. So, yeah. Good luck to you, Josh Fleming. You'll be right. 
Yeah. <laughs> there's enough, well, enough coloured caps there to sort them out. I reckon we take a bit of saddle up, that's for sure, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> You're not wrong. Good on you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, Jim Roberts. If you haven't had a look at the first race from Eagle Farm today, um, go and have a look and just pick your Mashani. Might be the way to go. Um, Justin Groves uh, is with us to talk all things Morpherville today. G'day, Justin. Good morning. How are you? What's happening? Well, pretty good day here in Adelaide today, so um, a bit, bit overcast, but none, not too good. What um, what rating are you putting up for Morpherville? Uh, we're a good four today, so we've done a panel this morning at five point two. Okay, and uh, what um, what kind of day are you expecting in there? Good, good four is just nice, isn't it? It's not too bad. We had some good wind yesterday, so it's it's helped dry the track out a little bit with a little bit of rain through the week with eleven mils. So okay. we're going pretty good at this stage. Overcast? Any rain around the place? Not today, they're saying, but um, yeah, plenty coming tomorrow in the next couple of days. But uh, this, today we should be pretty good, hopefully, with a little bit of wind coming up there and again. Okay, just just your rail there again, Justin? Yeah, we're two metres uh, from the 1,200 to the winning post in true remainder. Okay, very good. Nice report, nice to chat, and good luck today. Thank you. Thank you, Justin Graves. There he is, and uh, the details there. Good fours all around the ground so far. I wonder if Liam O'Keefe, after the break... Can, uh, can tell us the same for Flemington for Derby Day, Coolmore Stud Stakes Day. Great day at Flemington. We'll take a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, it is Liam O'Keefe with the Flemington track update. Uh, Brody Nixon, uh, Joe Cleary and Christian Buchanan, Brett Devine take a break and a, a busy quarter of an hour coming up. Stay with us. This is Saturday HQ. I'm here with David Warner reacting to the news that some people are not signed up to KO and will just assume their cricket matches on the telly. Thoughts, David? Yeah, nah, don't assume. Well, there you have it. David Warner says, don't assume. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. The all-new Nissan Qashqai, X-Trail and Pathfinder arrive in Australia soon. Demand for these all-new SUVs is high, so visit your Nissan dealer today to place your order. Trackside for the biggest Cup Day party at Sydney's Royal Racing Headquarters. It's the only place to witness live racing headlined by the all-new $2 million The Big Dance. Celebrate with world-class dining, bars and hospitality amid spectacular style and fashion. See all the Cup Day action live on the big screens and wrap up with an epic performance by global sensation Rudimental. The Big Dance on Cup Day, where stories are made. Tuesday, November 1st, Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. Australia's favourite windows and doors... Excuse me, i just got to get the door. Jess, can you take over, please? Yep, sure. Australia's favourite windows and doors are available at... Ah, sorry. Now someone's knocking at the back door. Um, how about we let the main voiceover guy take over? Wideline Windows and Doors. Bring over 50 years of producing quality Australian-made windows and doors that bring life into your home. Enhance the feeling of home with Wideline Windows and Doors. Inquire now at wideline.com.au. exciting two minutes in sports. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Looking at Lee, can't catch always dreaming who's the 143rd winner of the Kentucky Derby. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. 
Racing HQ. Brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1800 858 858. Welcome back to Saturday HQ. Lovely to have you with us wherever you are listening. It's Golden Eagle Day. $10 million up for grabs. What a field comes together at a quarter to five at Rose Hill Gardens this afternoon. And of course, a terrific charity component. Uh, with this race, uh, all of these horses are running for various different charities and um, all of whom will receive uh, a beneficiary of some type. And of course, uh, a lot of them are hoping for the thick end of the prize. So uh, good luck to all involved there. And uh, that's one beautiful part of the Golden Eagle. A, a terrific charity component is involved. We'll talk about that uh, in a bit more depth as we go throughout the show. But try and keep on finding some winners for today. And some of the winners might come through recent barrier trials. Let's check in with a man who's had a look at the trials in recent times. And he's found a couple for us again this morning. Brody Nixon. Brody, good morning to you. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, everyone. How's your week been, mate? What's happening? Week's been all right. Um, beautiful weather in the last few days makes everything a lot easier to get about. <laughs> it's about time, though. Oh, it is about time. It's been, I think it's since I moved down to Sydney about 18 months ago, I think we've had more than a week straight of sun. So, and it's another sensational this morning. Quite disappointed I can't get out to Rose Hill today. Do have a little bit of an early shift than I thought this is later on this afternoon, so but it's still going to be great days racing all around. You're not wrong. Now, a um, couple of trial horses that you've picked out here, and they, they do appear in the big races, um, one for the Nature Strip and one for the Golden Eagle. Let's go to race number seven, the Nature Strip. And, um, well, he wasn't there for the, the Tab Everest, unfortunately, but you think you can make amends today, lost and running. Yeah, he wasn't there for the Tab Everest, and I think it's quite disappointed. I I was keen on him on a one-by-three basis, and the way that Private Eye ran, landing just off the speed and um, producing that massive run, Private Eye, I think Boston Running lands exactly where Private Eye did, and to be completely honest, I think Boston Running would have won the Everest. Um, if he was there, he had to tick over trial, and the important thing with these horses, I hate backing horses off setbacks, but his wasn't a setback as much. It was just a skin irritation, and John, from what I understand, was just looking after him, so... Lost and running at a nice tick over trial. Now, both of these horses come through the trial. If you didn't see it, you can jump on the Sky Racing website or you can also just jump on Racing New South Wales. Both horses had a really nice piece of work to start off the speed and went about their business strongly. Lost and running, he ran a bottler in this race last year. I think he might have run second to Eduardo. I think he's going a lot better than that horse this year and I think he should be taking the cash in the first of features this afternoon. Okay, here's race seven, number seven. Um, lost and running, and just having a look at um, his current have fixed price. $2.30 uh, fixed with the tab lost and running. He's a dominant favourite from Mazu, who's there at four twenty. Private Eye, a $6 chance. Eduardo, $8. And Mars Crusader. I've got Mars Crusader um, running a big race today at, at um, $11. But he's a, a $2.30 favourite lost and running for the Nature Strip Stakes. The Golden Eagle, Brody, what a, what a race. They come from far and wide, both horse and rider. And he's into the field. Uh, tell us about... Uh, this horse you like in the Golden Eagle, certainly off the trials. He, his trials have been sensational. I didn't, it didn't matter where he made his train do, debut, I was going to be finding him. His first trial was really good. He just sat off the speed and worked home strongly behind a horse, Miss Hellfire, the race experience, or race fitness on her side. And his latest piece of work behind Lost and Running, and 
We all know how sharp Austin Runnings. Bruno's not chairs is going to jump single figures in a Cornwall stud stakes this afternoon as well at Flemington. A couple of those horses, especially Bruno's not chairs, was giving a bit of a reminder to finish off a trial. He was just sat out the back. He was only a couple of lengths off them. He went through the line just as well as them, and he was not touched at all. I think looking at his form in the UK, he doesn't quite have those numbers that light infantry does, but drawing gate number eight, I think he might settle closer to the speed than light infantry will. And I think he's going to be awfully hard to beat. He should just get that perfect card into the race a couple of pairs back. And $23, I'm really keen to find out. In European form, I'm not all over it too much. I've done my research on it, listened to a few of those European experts, and he's right up there. Maybe Maybe we're just getting a price because of the fact that he is first up in Australia, but I'm really, really keen. I think his trials have been sensational, and I think if he runs it really well today, he could be an outstanding addition to our ranks. Okay, race eight, number 13, Whirlwall is the horse we're talking about here. Frankie Dettori, uh, barrier nine, $23. I reckon he's been shorter than that during the week, Brody. I reckon he's sort of out to $23. I have to check with Munns. I reckon Gypsy Goddess might have trimmed up here a bit. And uh, Light Infantry is a three fifty favourite. I think it's short as three twenty yesterday. So, lost and running and Whirlwall off the trials. You suggest Punda should be with today, Brody. Yeah, they both come through the same heat. They'll both given just a quiet piece of work. Obviously, Lost and Running has the race, fit, race fitness on his side, but Wellwall, I've been quite enamoured with his trial, and boy, oh boy, give him luck. I'm on at a big price. Okay. Uh, skyracing.com.au for all of your um, articles and reports during the week. Yeah, skyracing.com.au. We have all the trial replays. The Spy Files articles go up every single Tuesday. Join yourself every Saturday. And Mark Almas on the Monday mornings where we do a couple more trials there. We try to pick out different horses each time. And, yeah, you can check out the Spy Files. Tuesday afternoon they drop. We pick out eight, eight horses across New South Wales and Queensland. Good on you, Brody. Have a good week. We'll speak next Saturday. Thank you very much, Richard. Same to yourself, and best of luck, everyone, on the Brody Nixon there. Thank you, Munns. Gypsy Goddess, $17 into $12 overnight. Good on you, Munns. We'll talk to Munns after 8 o'clock and see where the money's been going uh, around the place on Golden Eagle Day. So uh, working our way through the morning, because uh, uh, Ron will be kept pretty busy after 7 o'clock. A stack of interviews there. Hopefully nice info from our our trainers and, and winners to be found as well. Let's get to Flemington. Track manager is Liam O'Keefe for nine on the biggest day of racing all year. Liam, good morning to you. Morning, Richard. What, uh, what rating are we going up for Derby Day? We're on a soft seven this morning. Uh, we've had 3.6 millimetres of rain for the last 24 hours, and that's a total of 55 millimetres for the week. Uh, we've got the running run on the true position and just got a little bit of light drizzle about at the moment, but that is forecast to clear possible showers redeveloping during the afternoon, but certainly the first half of the program should be running fine conditions. I think anyone who's done their form, Liam, and sort of following the radar, that's probably not a great shock, that rating as a as a track manager, is what you were half preparing for? Yeah, we, we thought it would be somewhere around that 7 and 8 region. Um, we just had a constant drizzle hanging around um, yesterday afternoon, not amounting to huge amount of rainfalls, but just keeping the moist top. And upon measuring it this morning, it, it, it measured in between that 7 and 8 range, and we just went with a 7 because the next few hours are tipped to be dry, so we think it'll be closer to a 7 and an 8 by the time the first is run. Okay. Uh, overall, m- massive day. I mean, as a track manager and uh, a racing lover, it's it's just one of, one of the great days. Simple as that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's um, it's certainly the best day on the calendar in Australian racing, and, and it's going to be a great week. The weather's not looking super 
um, for the next next seven days. But um, we're going to put on a great show and there'll be big crowds on course and we can't wait to get into it. Mate, we wish you the best of luck. You won't need luck. It'll be a great day, great four days coming up, and we always uh, appreciate you joining us on Race Morning. We'll we'll speak next Saturday. Good man. Great. Thanks, Richard. Thank you. Liam O'Keefe joining us there. Um, how are we going with this Melbourne Cup field? A few, uh, a few horses in recent times not, uh, not uh, uh, passing uh, those... Um, uh, the vets, so we'll see how uh, that um, that does transpire in the next little while. Um, let's head to Queanbeyan. Well, I think he's in Queanbeyan. We'll soon find out. I'll speak of Joe Cleary. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Rich. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. What's um, what's happening? How's the morning going? Uh, ticking over quite well here at Lunatic Lodge, mate. The horse is on the road, and I'm about half hour behind it. How many um, how many are you working there at the moment, Joe? Uh, full up at Queanbeyan, mate. I've uh, only got room for 18 here, and we have uh, half a dozen down the coast of Maruya at present, mate, so that's keeping us busy enough. It's just so nice down there at Maruya on the beach, isn't it? It's just a good part of the world for, for humans and horses. It's just a good break-up now. Like, they, they, they go and get back in the river and get, get them back in the water. Like, it's been treacherous for everyone with the weather, Rich, obviously, but um, this time of year when the, the sun starts to come out and um, you can just utilise it so well, especially with the older horses and horses like Hardcore is a prime example. I was going to retire and he's come, obviously come back to his preparation and, and basically gone bang-bang. So um, yeah. it has its benefits, yeah, definitely. Can you get the chocolates on the highway, Joe? Of course we can. Of course we can. Um, he's done really, really well this week, Rich. Um, all the characteristics around the stables are telling me he's ready to rock and roll. I checked him over his little paddock this morning for a quarter of an hour and he was, he was doing cartwheels and somersaults, mate. So um, he's ready to go. Um, from the draw, T. Berry, how would you like to see it play out for King Gutho? Um, Sir Avenel is going to help us, mate. Like, he's drawn right inside us and, um, you know, all due respect to his previous jockeys, that horse, the Greek and Bayless goes on that horse today and I think Tommy will get a drag right into the race and if we just follow Sir Ravenelli everywhere and, and Terry Evans has done a fantastic job with that horse, um, I think he'll give us a cart right into the race and then Tommy can take matters into his own hands from the 300, mate. Okay, you sound uh, you sound happy enough with him though, Joe. What, where is he price-wise? He's uh, looking at our, our screen. Oh, that that might not quite be right. Oh no, hang on. No, he's a five. He's been a bit of five dollar chance all the way through betting there, Joe. There's a little bit of eleven dollars on Wednesday, Hainsy. You know, Was it? You got to go shopping early. They say these days. It's not a Christmas, mate. I've got to feed the kids. <laughs> so no, we got some nice money on early in the week. Not a lot of money, Rich. You know, they don't take a lot of money these days. They make out they do, but I can tell you they don't. Uh, we got a bit of 11, there's a little bit of nines, but um, he's sitting well in the prize money, so healthy in Sydney, so we're looking forward to the day, mate. Look ahead to Tuesday, Joe. A couple of runners down there at Maria, um, Canberra, four acceptors. If I put you on the spot, you, you know, your, your best for next Tuesday, if there is one? Uh, well, obviously, Maria's a non-tad meeting. I've got a really nice first starter down there, Philly, by the name of Angel Academy. She's an invader, Philly, I bought from Akris Farm, but she'll be winning. Um, as for Canberra, mate, uh, it's, it's quantity rather than quality, I can show you. I'll probably say big bats for Queen Dan. Old Newmarket's on his last legs, Apollo Creed's Limited. So let's look forward to today, Ainsy. Don't make me depressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't, why can't Hardcore go back to back? He can, mate, but I'm only 50 50 running from Barrier <laughs> 11. Um, I'm only 50. I might just hold off and try and sneak him into the Snake Alley Cup, actually. His benchmark's crept up again, and he races, he races really well just to touch on the fresh side. Uh, so I'll, I'm just going to weigh up the options to see how he goes. Thanks for the chat. Drive safely. We'll see you in town soon. Thanks, brother. See you. See you. Good on you. Jay Cleary. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, Maria. Maria, race two, number six. Angel Academy will just be winning.
Good on you, Joe. Um, always um, appreciate a chat with him. And yeah, King Gutho, lovely chance in in the today's highway, which gets things underway at 10 past 12 at Rose Hill Gardens today. Massive day of racing, 10 races, Golden Eagle Day. And uh, yeah, bring it on. Um, outstanding day of racing. Uh, one lady who uh, has a very busy day ahead of her is Kristen Buchanan. She's joining us on the line for a chat. Good morning, Kristen. Good morning, Richard. How are you? Really well, thank you. An exciting day for your team, whichever way you look at it, when you have certainly three acceptors in a four pillars midway worth half a million dollars. Doesn't happen all the time. No, very exciting. And I must say this year, I was really happy to see that it wasn't... Um it wasn't based on getting selected to get in. Um, so I was able to aim up horses and, and have them ready at the right kind of benchmark to make sure we could get a run, which was exciting for us. Okay, I'm pretty sure, I listened to Form on the other night and um, we'll go to the Four Pillars Midway for a start. I'm pretty sure that uh, Ron Duffus, who was with one of the Oakfield horses, but can you, well, there is only one Oakfield arrow in Casino Mondial. Can you tell us how your Midway horses are, the Four Pillars Midways? And you've drawn, Awkward. you've drawn whitish. Is this, is this a drama? Oh, look, I'd, ever, yeah, I'd love a softer draw, of course, because I think it's just a little bit tricky for around there and I've got... Um, to good apprentices on both horses but um so that has uh it really is going to have to be ride it ride it as it comes a little bit um but fortunately both of them are versatile they can go forward and they can take a sit and hit the line so that that is one thing in my favor they're not one-dimensional okay how do they look this morning yeah they're great they're they've been aimed at this for the last six months and um Casino Mondial's third up, which is great. He's a pretty solid horse and takes... He can go really well first up, but then second up, he takes the wind out of his tails a little bit. So this is perfectly timed for him. Um, he can carry weight. And uh, Arrow, well, she's had a little freshen up between runs. I know she gets the trip. I know she's won in this kind of company and better before. So I feel like they're really... They're both really well placed, and we definitely have a chance in the race. Pretty exciting for both young riders, Amy McLucas and Zach Lloyd. It's uh, you know a big day for them, but both well, level-headed young people. I'm going to damp it down and just remind them it's just the benchmark 68. <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah, it's <laughs> just the 68 midway. That's all. The 68 midway. We're just going to go out and enjoy this, and and I think being relaxed about it and, and making good decisions, the run will be key. All right, let's go back to uh, let's work backwards. Race five, number three, Delexo in an 1100 meter benchmark. Looks amazing. Um, I've been really pleased with his trials and I feel like he's really blossoming to run very, very well first up. Um, I love Kobe on him um, and he's ridden him in his trials. We get the track back to a four, which will suit him. Um, he's always started first up over a thousand, but to be honest, he's a lot more, he's a lot more mature um, finally. And uh, Look, I, I think they'll put in a really good showing today. Remember that day on the Kenzo, ran a ridiculous time to win <laughs> Delexo, going back probably a year. And let's go to race two, uh, Kristen. For Miko, she's right in the market for this second race. Absolutely. Um, she raced beautifully up at Eagle Farm, a horse that must have a good track. Um, and I'm really pleased to see Rachel back to a four today, considering the, the weather patterns we've had. We've done a lot of travelling with her to try and make sure she gets on decent surfaces. And when we've managed to do that, She's performed very well. Um, Karen McAvoy to ride, a nice barrier, the right conditions. My only knock on her is that she, history would say that second up, she um, 
she sometimes tapers off a little bit. But uh, I think she's... I'm not going to let that deter me too much because she's um, she's mature now and, and I'm dealing with a lot stronger filly that, that comes through races a lot better. So, look, I, I'm, I'm really pleased with her and, and I'd love to see her put her best foot forward. She hasn't performed the best at Rose Hill in the past, though. So, I'm, you know, that's my... That's my one theory. Is there a winner at Newcastle today? Two acceptors. Rico Suave, I think he is a lovely horse for Trilogy Racing. Hasn't shown as much as I'd hoped in his trials, but he's been on um, wet tracks all the time, and I don't think that is to his liking at all. Um, he'll appreciate the better going today, but first day out, I expect him to improve on what he does today. And uh, Blue Guitar, lovely, big, big striding horse by Seamus Award. Um, first up, 1400 will suit. Uh, nice big roomy track and surge on board to ride. He's had a couple of seats on him in track work. And look, I think he'll do well, but maybe a run into the preparation will be better. A busy day, Kristen. Hopefully a profitable day and a busy morning. Thanks for joining us. We'll let you go. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. Good on you, Kristen Buchanan. Um, yeah, settles up four chances there at Rose Hill Garden. That's a big day for uh, for any stable, let, let alone Kristen's, who is an emerging stable, no doubt. Um, some you know, some good quality bloodstock in that yard at the moment. A couple of chances at Newcastle as well. So at, uh, at two minutes past seven, it's a massive day for the Australian Turf Club. Uh, as simple as that. Golden Eagle Day. Get to the track. I know we I know we talk about uh, this being. Uh, a Western Sydney race, but as I welcome in General Manager of Communications for the Australian Turf Club, Brett Devine. Good morning to you, Brett. I, yes, this is a Western Sydney race, but it doesn't matter where you are in Sydney, this is high-class racing today, and Rose Hill will put on a show. Good morning. Yes, good morning to you, Richard. Good morning to all the punters, and we'll get right into it, won't we, and talk about what a, an amazing day of racing we have ahead of us, but uh, can we extend our condolences on behalf of the Australian Surf Club, obviously, and Racing New South Wales to everybody involved with Gwenda Markle. What a, an amazing horsewoman she has been for so long. Um, may not have got all the headlines that lots of other people in racing or trainers may have, but a real, uh, a real horsewoman. Um, very, very sad her passing. She, of course, won some big group ones at Rose Hill Gardens and also at Royal Roundwick in uh, the, uh, the Tancred Stakes and the ATC Derby. So we extend our condolences. It's a sad day today. And of course, I'm sure the jockeys will pay tribute throughout the meeting. She has two runners uh, on the card. So we will uh, we will certainly honour uh, Gwenda Markle and we uh, pay our great respects to her. Yeah, no, um, lovely words, Brett. It's uh, a very, very sad day in uh, the Sydney racing community and certainly um, thoughts of all those at, at Kembla Grange. Um, the jockey's room today, uh, Brett, won Jamie Spencer and Frankie Dettori walking in there this morning. If that doesn't get racing fans excited, Richard, nothing will. And, of course, what a headline act Frankie Dettori is and Jamie Spencer in his own right, Frankie was out at Rose Hill Gardens yesterday, had a great walk at the track, uh, had a good look at the place. He was really taken aback at how big Rose Hill Gardens was. He didn't, uh, after watching it on TV, think it was such an expansive track. He's uh, had a good walk of it, and of course, they were tremendously pleased and impressed by the surface. Uh, to get to a good four, Sean Patterson and his team, that's all they needed, just a, a little bit of a break in the weather, and look what they've been able to come up with. So, it's all set, uh, Richard, two international superstar jockeys, some international horses, a huge field. What a day of racing at Rosehill Gardens. What a place to be. Uh, we come off the back of the Tab Everest a couple of weeks ago. Well, now is the time for all of Sydney to get out to Rosehill Gardens and, and have another celebration of what it means to be at the track 
and enjoy world-class racing and, of course, outstanding entertainment facilities. Well, I mean, there's general admission, sure, but I'm sure there are other places you can watch the races from. And if you're a Panthers member, a little added tick there by the look of things. Well, important information there, Richard. Yes, of course, to Panthers members, they would have received a code uh, earlier in the week as part of the celebration out at Rose Hill <coughs> Gardens uh, and, of course, the Panthers' back-to-back premiership uh, wins. So if they receive that code, they can redeem that code and they uh, get into Rose Hill Gardens with no extra charge. So basically a free ticket if you redeem that code. Richard, as part of all your general admission uh, tickets as well, all public transport is included in that. So another bit of value onto those tickets, which are just a little bit over $30 for six or seven hours of world-class racing and entertainment. After the last race, there's rudimental um, for all the the younger people, I suppose, but everyone might want to get out there and uh, do the soft shoe shuffle and enjoy rudimental, who are one of the world's and the UK's biggest bands. So it's an amazing day of racing, but great value, great entertainment. As we say, one of the best spectator courses in Australia, uh, maybe in the world, for people to have a look. And uh, look, you get up close and personal with the horses there, you get up close and personal with Frankie and Jamie and rudimental after the last. And if you can't get to Rose Hill Gardens today, make sure you get to Ramwick next Tuesday, Brett. Certainly, Richard. The, um, the celebration continues, doesn't it? Sydney Spring now. What a carnival it has been all the way from September. And, of course, after today's 4X Golden Eagle and a great uh, day out at Rose Hill Gardens, we go to Royal Ramwick on Tuesday for the big dance. And it is a big day of racing across Australia, but... Wow, look at all the people coming from across New South Wales into Royal Ramwick. Five of the ten races are for predominantly country and provincial trained horses. It's a real celebration that Racing New South Wales and the Australian Turf Club are putting on at Royal Ramwick on Tuesday for a big ten race card. Of course, the Melbourne Cup on uh, in the middle of all that. So what a day we've got ahead of us today. What another week we have. Uh, we go to Rose Gardens after that. Uh, the races.com.au. Get involved, be a part out on track for what is just some of the best uh, fun you'll ever have with family and friends. And dare I say it, look at this weather, Hainsey. Not even I could stop it. (laughs) Beautiful day in Sydney and surrounds and about time. Good on you, Brett. We'll see you at the races and we'll speak next Saturday morning. Thanks, Richard. Good luck to all the punters. Brett Devine, General Manager Communications, Australian Turf Club. Eight past seven, Saturday HQ, a break. On the other side, Ron Duffercy and a number of interviews... uh, Jockeys, trainers to try and guide you into a winner on Golden Eagle Day for 2022. A break and back with more. Mum, what would you say about a bonus Woolworths Supermarket e-gift card worth up to $400 on selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley? Can you say it again? No. It's a great deal. You say it. A bonus Woolworths Supermarket. Yep. E-gift card. Yep. What's up to $400? Yep. Can I have a rest? On selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley. It's a great deal of worth. Bingley. Better living every day. Thanks, I'm down here with David Warner. Dave, what would you say to people who risk missing their cricket match because they haven't signed up to KO? Uh, sign up to KO? Okay. David Warner says sign up to KO. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches.
trackside for the biggest Cup Day party at Sydney's Royal Racing Headquarters. It's the only place to witness live racing headlined by the all-new $2 million The Big Dance. Celebrate with world-class dining, bars and hospitality amid spectacular style and fashion. See all the Cup Day action live on the big screens and wrap up with an epic performance by global sensation Rudimental. The Big Dance on Cup Day, where stories are made. Tuesday, November 1st, Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. Races 1 and 2 at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm this Saturday. Place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. Love to have your company on this Saturday morning, Golden Eagle Day, Derby Day in Melbourne. And just uh, great racing all around the place. If you don't like your racing, you're probably listening to the wrong station and we can't do a whole lot for you today. He's done the form. I'm sure he's keen to get to the races pretty soon. Speak of Ron Duff as he duff. Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Richard. Uh, what a program. What a contest we have in this Golden Eagle. I, I can't recall a race like it. Um, it's intriguing. Um, I know we have Golden Slipper Day and all that, but this is a race that's really captured my attention and this is going to be something special in its own right here today. I'm, I'm convinced about it. I keep looking. I'm a, I'm a light infantry fan, Ronnie. I just keep on looking at $3.50, for example, and think, he's a good horse, but there's about 16 or 17 damn good horses here. We'll find out more price-wise as we get closer to start time, but, yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah, look, you know what, you know what I, I'm exactly the same as you. I like him. I can't tip against him looking at his profile and the reports and everything like that, but I, I, the price doesn't sit right with me as far as wanting to charge in and bet. If, if I have a bet in the race this morning, um, I'm probably going to back Valana, even though I, I think light infantry will win, but Valana is just stupid odds. But we can talk about that more in the preview. I just want to touch on uh, Gwenda. Yeah. Um, what a what a uh, horsewoman she was. She, you know, she was foreman for the Hayes Camp. Uh, she served her apprenticeship. She'd come through Kembla Grange there and made an empire of it. She's won some of the greatest races in the land, derbies and BMWs, uh, from that base. And it's it's sad. We know she's been a little bit crook um, for a while now, and but it's still sad. You know, I've still got a horse with her, and will stay there, of course. But uh, it's um, yeah, it's a sad morning. Hundred percent is Ronnie. It is very sad, and uh, maybe that's a, a nice or sad segue to welcome in our first guest this morning. And she'll be riding for Gwenda this afternoon. Speak of Rachel King. Rachel, um, I'll maybe not say good morning. Uh, certainly, a, a, a sad morning with the passing of Gwenda overnight. Yeah, it is definitely. Um, I definitely couldn't, you know, be more privileged to, to be able to ride one for Gwenda and the team today. And 
hopefully um, she can give me a little push along. Um, I'm sure she will be. And, you know, it would be great to, to try and ride a winner for her today after the very sad news. That's an exciting week for you. You're, you're off to Melbourne for the Cup on Tuesday, is that right? Yep, that's right. I'm down there for Rapahoe and the Cup, so very excited about getting there. Uh, you've had a ride in the Cup before, have you? I think you may have. I rode last year, yeah. I had my yeah. first ride in it last year for Lloyd. So it was a good experience, but it was only sort of, I think, oh, a lot less, obviously, numbers crowd-wise, so it'll, it'll be totally different again this year. No, for sure. You start off today with uh, Reveal the Magic. You know him well. He's a he's a tried and proven honest highway performer. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, very, very honest. Um, always sort of shows up and definitely deserves to win one of these highways. Never seems to be able to draw a gate, um, unfortunately, but um, he'll be fit and ready to go. Um, you're on a, a lightweight three-year-old for the Godolphin. They're um, they're always hard to beat when they place them like this. Plimstock, she she's got a beautiful draw, and uh, she did enough there first up. Yeah, um, like you said, that, that drop in weight. I think she comes down seven kilos from her first up run, and she just take she did that nice natural improvement, and also like you said, you know the nice gait um, should you know definitely help her chances, and she'll be there to run a good race. You've had good experience on Miss Madison. I think you've won the last couple on her, so she's going well. She is. She's flying. Um, she's going super. She couldn't be in any better form. and She steps up to Saturday grade, but she's definitely put her hand up for this kind of race now. And, um, you know, I think she'll be, she'll be running a really solid race again. You've ridden main stage before. He's just a good, honest toiler. He, he rolls forward and has a go. He probably would have rathered a little bit wet, but he's, he's pretty versatile. He is, yeah. Look, I think, you know, the key probably today is hopefully he doesn't get too much sort of pressure up front. He does like to be able to roll and, and dictate and do it in his own sort of rhythm. Um, but, yeah, it, it, oh, that would be very special if he could get up today. Um, a, a shower of rain would have helped him, but he has one on a good track a few times, so it, it's not beyond him. Miss Jay Fox in race number five. She, she's been back to the trial since last start, and she's going well. She uh, doesn't run too many bad races. She's yeah, she's been super consistent this prep. Um, she had that little bit of a, a gap between runs. I think she's had a month between runs and a trial, so that should have just you know freshened her up a little bit because she has had um, quite a long prep. But she's going well, and like so she's just very consistent. Yeah, I wish Honey Creeper would have drawn a barrier. Um, she's still got a terrific chance if things fall into place. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I wish she'd drawn a bit slightly better gate, but like, look, she's going really well. I think, you know, bird up, um, up to the 2,000 metres really suits her, and hopefully there's sort of enough pressure on that, you know, she can try and slot in somewhere, and, you know, she'll be doing her best work late. You're on rocketing by. Well, he did win a $2 million race last start. Yeah, that was a, a nice surprise, definitely, last that. But he, you know, he just um, proved that he, he's got the form there. You know, he can do it when he's when he's feeling right. And, yeah, I think, he, you know, between runs, he's been great. And he's ready to go again. Um, and he's drawn a nice gate where he, he'll just get a nice run. And if he can hopefully follow up from his, his last run, um, he can give them another little bit of a shake today. Well, you may have won a $2 million race on him. You might win a $10 million race on Overpass here today. Jeez, if he can run the distance out here, he's certainly got the... Well, he's got Everest form, as we say. Yeah, exactly. Look, I'm really looking forward to him today. And look, I'm really confident um, on him running the 1500. I, I don't sort of... I can't really see a reason why he won't. He's very 
versatile kind of horse. He'll relax well early. You know, there's nice speed, and, and he's just drawn the perfect gate. You know, and he he can camp behind, just behind that sort of hot speed, and um, he's just going so well this preparation. And he really bounced out of that Everest run, um, feeling better than ever. So I'm very much looking forward to him. Mm. Just on your cup, right? This is not a strong cup on paper, and this horse is so so tough. A rapper, and we might get a drop of rain there again on Tuesday. He's as fit as anything in that race. Yeah, the, definitely. I think um, I think they worked out he's run twenty eight, I think, kilometres this preparation. So <laughs> I think um, I think Bart used to say, you know, they had to run ten kilometres to be to be up and ready for a cup. Well, he's certainly done that, um, but he. He keeps bouncing out of his runs. You know, he, he's got good form um, around. I mean, some of the horses are actually now even not in the race, but some of the more that were more fancied. And he's just consistent. You know, he'll go on any kind of surface. Um, I'm really confident he'll stay the trip. And yeah, he's just a, a very straightforward sort of horse. If he if he draws well, he can be further forward. If he doesn't draw well, he can go back. He's he's um he's a pleasure to ride in those staying races. He makes my job easy. Yeah. Richard, I, I was going to say, Rachel, for all the horses you're riding today and next week, they've, they've all they all have nothing on Essential Sky, do they? <laughs> she was super, wasn't she? She's she's going really well. Um, she just keeps stepping up, and um, yeah, she's definitely sort of come into her own this preparation. So the John Sargent team have done a, a great job with her. Good on you, Rachel. Appreciate your chat race morning. Good good luck today, and of course, good luck next Tuesday. We'll speak soon. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay, Rachel King. That's a pretty fair book of rides today, Ronnie, on paper there. We'll, we'll see what the jockey's challenge is later on, but some good hopes there for Rachel. Yeah, look, she's got a couple of standouts, but she's got just got a little, couple of little sneaky chances there as well, hasn't she? So uh, she's riding so well. She rides light. She's got a great attitude. Nothing phases her, and that's why you see her riding in Melbourne Cups and Golden Eagles and, and Sydney Stakes and winning them. Do you have overpass anywhere today, Ron? I'm. Oh, he's right on the borderline. Yeah. He's right. We, we remember. I just keep thinking back to that filly of Tony McAvoy's that Sunlight, who who yeah. we thought had no hope of running fifteen hundred, and we were hailing her the winner. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. No, he's um, and he's got that beautiful draw, just to tag. On the, in the Congo, uh, so yeah, no, he's he's very likable. I think he'll be well back today. Yeah, everything, uh, everything from the the backyard has said that. Um, uh, yeah, he'll be right in the mix. Who do we have there? I just missed on the line. Oh, Rod Northam's there for a chat. G'day, Rod. Hi, Rich. You on the road? Uh, no, I'm in Melbourne actually. Oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> very good. Uh, Rod, you've got a couple of runners today. The dramatist, what do you make of him first up today? His trial was good enough and he does get that dry track. Yeah, I think that's that's the big key to him, the dry track. Um, it's very like he's disappointing both times on a heavy track. Um, first up last time, uh, he, he's just put a line through his, through his run at um, Mudgee, he just never got a crack. And then he came out and won quite well second up. Um, no, I'm, I'm keen he can run really well today. Okay. Um, where, he, where do you see him in the run here? He probably hasn't got a lot of gate speed, so... doesn't have a lot of gate speed. I think he probably posse up midfield fresh. Um, uh, he, he sort of jumped and travelled okay in his trial. Um, yeah, I think he can hopefully hopefully settle sort of midfield fresh, just get a bit of cover, um, and then he's got quite a good turn of foot, so um, if he can just get some cover, 
uh, the early part of the race. I'm sure he'll finish off strong. Uh, Spiranak in the last, it just didn't unfold tempo-wise in the Cosy. So back to the Rose Hill Dry, the, the scene of the very good run first up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really happy with her as well. Um, it's sort of, she'd had 12 months off. Uh, she'd had a, a panic injury, was sort of rushed her a little bit getting into the Cosy, and she ran awesome first up. And I think it just probably probably took the edge off a second up. Uh, she was just sort of probably raced that little bit flat um, early on in the race and, and was finding a line late. Um, I'm sure she'll she'll improve off that. Um, and the 1300 does look ideal. And from the from the gate one, um, she should be able to just travel um, comfortably uh, without having to sort of you know to draw wide. They have to use himself up a bit. She should be able to travel comfortably. I'm sure she'll be midfield or a bit worse, but um, it should should be able to finish off strong. Right, hopefully, you can have a bit of luck. Yeah, well, just just going to need the luck from the from the barrier because she does like a bit of room. Uh, but if, if she does get that, she'll um, put herself in a finish for sure. Okay. Good on you, Rod. Good luck today and enjoy Derby Day. Oh, uh, we'll do for sure. <laughs> where, where are you going to spend it? In, in Birdcage or where have they put you? There's a group of us. Uh, Chairman's? Got, uh, no, we're in the Birdcage. We've got a real marquee there and uh, looking looking forward to it. So you should be. So you should be. <laughs> no over racing. Good luck today. Not a problem. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Rod Northern. Yeah, great. a couple of great chances today. Um, and uh, we'll enjoy Derby Day, no doubt. Um, Ronnie, uh, Frankie Tory, Jamie Spencer. I saw Corey, uh, Corey giving Frankie a little bit of a, a guided tour around Rose Hill yesterday. Yep, uh, Corey's right into it at the moment. He's, he's, <laughs> he's uh, nurturing these apprentices, which is a job in his own. He's, now he's got to nurture um, <laughs> Frankie and show him which way to turn. But uh, no, no, it's uh, all good vision. It's all good media. And um, it's got good traction. Uh, so Frankie's already served a purpose being in Sydney. He's, um, he's he's promoted the Eagle very very well in you know the 36 hours he's been here. I must say. Yeah, got to the Barry trials at Ramwick, got out to Rose Hill. I, I was having a chat with Darren Beeman during the week, and I said to Darren, "I oh, did you?" I said, "Do you know? Do you know Frankie?" And Darren goes, "No, I'm a, I rode against him." So they, um, yeah, it's uh, there's there's going to be a, a a bit of catching up with um with Frankie and people today, I'd imagine. Yeah, there'll be some scenes if he can ride a winner, that's for sure. Um, gee, busy, uh, a busy three or four days coming up for, for the Joe Pride Yard. Not not that the last three or four months haven't been pretty hectic. And the trainer's with us uh, this morning. G'day, Joe. Good morning, guys. Big going on in your camp, sprinters, stays, and everything else in between. It's great. Yeah, and that's, it's the time of year that we all look forward to. And, and to be a to be a player in it all is, is even better. I think I, I don't think I've ever bothered watching a Melbourne Cup. I'll be watching this one. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something. Can can you? Re, re, I was trying to think of it yesterday. Can you recall a horse having his Melbourne Cup lead up on Derby Day in Sydney? Ever? Yeah, probably not. Think... Because I, I, but traditionally, I don't think there would have been a race on for them. No, no, probably not. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's, so. thinking, that's, that's, what, that's what would stop them. But, I mean, you've, you don't have to go too far back. And it's clearly um, just become a thing with the European stayers that we don't run the, run the horses on the Saturday anymore because mm. we always used to, and it was a great formula. So I sort of couldn't see any reason to go away from that. And with my horse, I'd be, I would have had, been happily run him in Melbourne. I don't want to run him over a staying trip, though, a few days out. But for a horse like him... Uh, he has a fair bit of nervous energy. He doesn't show that in the enclosure, but he does 
in a couple of hours before a race. If he went to Flemington without running on Saturday today, I think he would he would run his race before he got out there. And uh, you know he was he would have to have a gallop this morning anyway. So a little day a little trip out to Rose Hill and, and a spin around over two thousand. I think it's absolutely ideal for him. Is this a Melbourne Cup warm up or is it a easier winning chance? Um, oh, look, probably on the dry track. Um, it's 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 more that way, you know. I mean, it's, yeah, I'd love to see him win today, but it's it's more from a wide barrier. He's going to be second half of the field. He's I think twelve or thirteen goes on good tracks for a win at Goulburn in the maiden. Um, he's a wet tracker. Um, he's a very good wet tracker, but he's a wet tracker, and and he'll probably get those conditions by the looks of it on Tuesday. Um, so today's more just uh, say getting rid of a bit of nervous energy and a hit out for him. Um, it'd say it'd be lovely to see him win. It's a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar race, but mm. um, you know, back in trip off his last two runs on wet tracks, you'd think he'd find him too sharp. Oh gee, I'm loving the setup. I'm tipping him in the Melbourne Cup. I I, I think this is just set up beautifully for him and with the with the weather as well. Yeah. And uh, so so what do you do? How do you how do you do you take him home and uh, tonight and put him on the float tomorrow or, or yep. how does it all work? Yep, yep. I'll take it, take him home um, after his run today, um, put a saddle on him tomorrow morning, get the all clear there, get him on a float um, Sunday afternoon, uh, evening, and uh, he will arrive down into Flemington early hours, he'll stay at Flemington. And uh, he's, a, he's a good traveller. He's an accomplished traveller. Um, and as I say, I, think, I just think it's the perfect preparation for him. And I wouldn't be confident about him any other year. But I think we've got, uh, and I'm not going to say it's a weak Melbourne Cup. There wouldn't be no such thing. But this isn't a strong, this isn't a strong Melbourne Cup. And, and he gets his chance, particularly on a, on wet ground. Mm, back up horses, testing tracks as well. Um, the sprint today... Eddie, um, it just looks like this is a whole. I know it looks like an Everest field, but it's a whole different race. He he just ambles across and gets into his rhythm on the rail here, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what he enjoys. Um, he, you know, he's run plenty of races with Nature Strip in them, but it's it's a big advantage to him when Nature Strip isn't there. Um, and he goes at a good speed. You know, everything's going to get their chance today. He rolls along; they'll all get their opportunity to to run him down. But he's best when he's ridden like that, and he loves that turning circuit. Ramix. He's won at Ramwick a few times and he races well there, but he, he much prefers Rose Hill. Like he's had five goes there for four wins and uh, two really big wins in the Galaxy in, in the, this race last year. So it's, it's clearly his best track and he's, uh, he's in great shape. I can't fault the way he's come out of the Everest. It was really disappointing to see him run like that, but I, I can't fault him and I expect him to run well today. Private eyes, there's still enough sprint in his legs? That's the question. Um, and you now he's got a big assignment at Flemington next Saturday, all going well today. I've I'd say if he was going to be vulnerable over a sprint trip, it probably was entitled to be last up, second up. Mm, yeah. um, but he, because he sprinted so well second up, I'm kind of anticipating he can do it again. He, he he spends absolutely no energy here at the track. He's the laziest track worker I think I've ever trained, and he, he's done nothing in between these two runs. He's put in a couple of gallops that, that you know you wouldn't think would win a Golden Maiden. So um, so he, he's still got that freshness in his legs. And... Um, the query I've got on him today is the, is, the, is the map. It just, I would love to have seen him draw a barrier today. Um, I can't drag him back because he, he doesn't like being dragged out of a contest. So he'll just sort of peek and lob somewhere midfield um, or at least have three or four behind him. I thought that would suit him. And um, I mean, he's he's absolutely airborne at the moment. There's no horse going any better than him in my stable. He's, he's in career peak form, so I, I wouldn't underestimate him today, but it's just a matter of what kind of run he's going to get. Some may argue brutality's going better, he's just got the gong tattooed on his rump there. Yeah, he has, hasn't he? Um, yeah, he's just, he's just crying out for a suitable race, and 
Um, but he's a horse who builds into his into his best form, and he, he needs racing to get there. And he's he's a horse that's won twice on a three week backup, and he's won on the, on the third week both times. So um, racing brings him to his peak, as I said. Um, he's getting those miles under his belt now, um, but he's never sprinted so well fresh in the past. So it gives you the indication that he's in for a for a peak run at some point. This preparation. He gets an opportunity today. It's a bit of a Stephen Bradbury moment for him. If he can, if he can win, he'll, he'll, he'll and and some of the other horses miss miss the place. He'd take the lot. He'd get the bonus and everything. But uh, and that's yeah. a, that's a that's a dream for him. But he's he's going really well. And um, but I'm I'm looking forward to getting him up to a mile. Uh, and party for one. I know she's only got Wednesday form, um, but and it's probably tempo related here that mightn't suit her. But she's racing with no luck and flying. Yeah, I don't know if I train a more frustrating horse than her. She's um, she has had no luck at all this preparation, and um, you, yeah, you, you think of horses with her racing pattern, they need a lot of luck. But she's just ran into traffic everywhere she's gone, and the day she didn't, Sam sort of got itchy feet and took off a bit early at Warwick Farm here over fourteen hundred. That didn't suit her at all. So she, she's only got the one way to win. She needs to be smothered up and then come with a come with a burst. She's got a really good turn of foot, so. Brendan's going to have to back that turn of foot today, and hopefully they go quick enough for her that, um, that she can you know, take take part in the finish. But she's she's going super. Um, just needs an opportunity. Hopefully, it's another big week for you. Yes. Now, looking forward to it. Should, should be very exciting. Can you win a Golden Cup tomorrow? Joe Coldcrush has drawn the car park. How's he going? Yep. And then I'm not too worried about a wide draw for him. He's a horse who needs to build up his revs to come across. Um, very disappointing last Saturday, but I, I will say I, I think. And I had a good chat to Glenn after, and Glenn knows this horse very, very well. Glenn was of the opinion, and I was of the opinion, he just went too slow. He was worried about the headwind, and I think he just the horse was over-racing and, and just going too slow in front. And I think also the three weeks between runs is a bit much for him. He's a bit like brutality. He needs a bit of racing to get to his peak, so the sort of quick turnaround for him will suit him. And, um, yeah, he's, he's, a def- he's a definite chance. Good on you, Joe. Good luck today and, of course, next Tuesday with Stockman and uh, always appreciate the chat race morning. Great. Thanks very much, guys. Good on you. Joe Pride there. Yeah. Uh, the Melbourne Cup, Ronnie, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, horses not passing uh, vets, scans and x-rays and that's part of the course. It's what it's, what it's about and, yeah, Stockman goes there and has to be a well, big hope. And I just want to see him charging through the line today and... Um I think he'll run boldly. I, mean, I know he's got the international. Uh, the the favourite's going to be hard to beat, but um, he might be well, you know, one of the best of the locals, that's for sure. OK. Well, the Racing League is on fire. TRL had another winner this week that takes the tally to 17 wins from 14 runners to the track. It's an extraordinary strike rate. If you've ever dreamt of owning a runner on Melbourne Cup Day at Flemington, well, now you can with TRL. TRL has team captain defending his title in the Macca's Run. You can still buy into this horse this morning and own your share today and collect your pro rider share of prize money plus own a runner at Flemington on Cup Day. It's just $260 and you can own today. Simply go to trl.net. That's trl.net. AFSL license number 223671. Might go to a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, we'll try and get a hold of John O'Shea. David Van Dyke's there for a chat. And if he's not on a plane, we'll place a call into Peter Moody, who has three runners in the Golden Eagles today. Break and back with more.
Kia Friday nights are back at Canterbury Park. Light up your summer with night racing, street food markets, live music and kids entertainment. Entry is free. Kia Friday night racing, opening night on November 11. Find out more at theracers.com.au. Introducing Australia's most wanted. Unanimously judged as Cars of the Year. The fully electric Kia EV6. Winner of Wheels Car of the Year. And the Kia Sportage. Drives Car of the Year. To pick your side in this sibling rivalry, visit kia.com.au. Kia. Movement that inspires. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's on website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims, plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. Racing HQ. Brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Welcome back. Sky Racing 1, Sky Thoroughbred Central. The radio will download the new Tab app to listen to us this morning. Might just knock over some scratchings before uh, welcoming our next guest. And we'll, uh, of course, go through them in their entirety a bit later on. But Rose Hill Gardens today, 32 scratchings. Uh, penetrometer 5.18. Um, and they'll be finalised at around about 10 to 7. But we'll go through some now. Race 1, scratch number 6, Limited Reality, 12 Little Profit, 16 Flying Sultan, 19 Salia, 20 Salute Again, and 21 Super Extreme. 6, 12, 16, 19, 20 and 21 from the first. Race 2, take out 1, Jalay. 2, Arbitration and 10, Leave Me Some. 1, 2 and 10 from race 2. Race three, scratch one, Lock Eagle, and six, Ang Pao. One and six from race three. Race four, take out one, Athabascan. Four, Greek Hero. Nine, Karma Zone. Thirteen, Travelling Kate. And fourteen, Dream Maiden. One, four, nine. Thirteen and fourteen from race four. Race five, take out six, Rainbow Connection. And eight, Capital Rain. Six and eight from race five. Race six, scratch two, Polly Gray, six, Lord Ardmore, 11, main stage, and 13, dashing Willoughby. So it's two, six, 11, and 13 from race six. Race seven, the nature strip, take out number six, Shelby 66. Race seven, number six coming out. Race 
Eight, take out number 11, Brigantine, and 19, Lavish Girl. 11 and 19 from race eight. Race nine, take out 10, Kyobe. That was an important scratching yesterday. And 15, Diva Bella. Uh, hope everything's okay there with Kyobe. 10 and 15 from race nine. Race 10, scratch three. Marin Parr, 10, New, uh, New Tycoon, 12, Notions, 13, Briars Kingdom, and 14, Verbeck, 3, 10, 12, 13, and 14 from, uh, from the 10th and last there at Rose Hill Gardens. So, um, yeah, I, I suppose uh, Roddy would, a, a few scratchings around the place, but it st still leaves a, a damn good meeting ahead of us, and a brutal little highway to start the day as well, if you can find the winner there. About big fields, emergencies, races Tuesday with a lot of dual acceptors so, and, they, and a lot of those country horses there as well. So it's understandable. I think we escaped okay, Hicks. Uh, uh, yeah, we've still got big full fields. The last is a little disappointing, but other than that, it's a, a fat day. Not wrong. Bring it on. Uh, let's, um, let's get to our next guest. And his name's John A. Shah. I dare say still basking in the glory of a... An invitation win. G'day, John. Hey, g'day, Richie. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. She was good, yeah, Mayor, seven days ago? Yeah, no, she was really good. Um, we'd hope that, you know, changing conditions and where she'd drawn bring her into the race, and as it turned out, that's the way it played out. What's your call on the... What's your take on this uh, as a Baskin in race six, John? He's a really, really nice horse, Ron, um, that's done very well um, since he's been here. Uh, he just hasn't turned a hair, so we're very happy with him. He's just got a frightful draw in a race where there looks, you know, decent enough pressure. So, um, yeah, we'll have to be pretty conservative on him out of the gates. You know? The market's saying 40 to 1. Is that the right call today? Uh, I would think not, Ronnie. Um, you know, he's got uh, very good uh, European form and how we came across him with there's a really nice horse in France that we had our eye on, um, and uh, this horse, had, and he had really strong form, and this horse had actually beat him, and as it turned out, Terry owned, uh, owned the majority of him, so we just took a little position in that way, and so he, he's coming out of really nice races, and at Deauville, and you know, there's a strong time of year over there, and uh, evidence that he would be more than competitive here. Okay. Um... What do you, do you, any concerns at all about the trial of Lost and Running or is he just laid back, a bit more laid back uh, I now? think the purpose of trialling him, Ron, was, you know, like he'd been idle for seven days in the sense that he had three or four days where he was only sort of uh, walking. Um, he was under saddle on the uh, Monday and, you know, he did a little piece of even. So he'd done very little. He's a big, gross horse and um, he just needed that, that blowout just to get his, you know, get him back in the game, as it were. And I think, you know, I would, I wouldn't expected him to trial like Tullock there, I, because he hadn't had the preparation to do so. But I think if you take him out and gallop him now, because of the hit out he's had on Friday, you know, he's back in the game. He's feeling great. He's had a blowout. He's ready to go. Hmm. So you, you're comfortable. You're happy with him today, and and, re and he's ready to go. He's back where he was. Um, yeah, going into the Everest. Obviously, he, he wouldn't be as good as what he was going into the Everest, but he may not need to be, you know? 
Okay. If he wins today, um, we might need you to take the hat round to the owners. The, we've hit a bit of a hurdle with this Tab Christmas party. Uh, we've gone from lobster to we've gone from lobster to devil and tomato sauce sandwiches, and then the wine's gone from the labels have turned into cardboard. So maybe something from your cellar for the party. We're just a little bit worried. We haven't met our what do they call them? The KPIs. <laughs> I'll be more than happy to make a contribution to a great organisation, Ronnie. Okay. What about these two good chances in the last, Kota Healy and um, I Am Lethal? Yeah, well, initially we probably felt that we wouldn't run Kota Healy from the draw, from the weight, but, you know, every time we looked at the map, it just looked as if he's going to come across without too much bother and get a good run. So we decided to run him. And, and Lethal, you know, he's just been crying out for a good track and a good draw um, to be the first time for 12 months that he's had it. And uh, it's great because he's in a good good spot at the minute. He's worked very sharply and, uh, you know, he's there to, to run a fantastic race. The other horses, he just had to go far too far back the other day. Um, I am lethal. He's, surely he gets a beautiful run here. Oh, there's no need for him to be where he was. I think the young fellow rode him in Queensland probably just overdid it a tad. It's had him an almighty task, you know, and he still quitted himself very well. Uh, so is there much between these two? Um, we've probably, um, it, you know, our ratings have Coda Healy on, on top, but I'd suggest, that, you know, on their work on Tuesday, probably Lethal might have the edge. Okay. And call for Cindy might be hard to beat at Newcastle? Yeah, but again, she's just it's going to be giving them a hell of a start. She's coming out of a really strong trial. Obviously, the winner went to town on Wednesday and put up a margin. Um, you know, I think she's a fairly good promise. Um you know, just where she's going to be in the run, Duff, you know, she's going to be last from the gate, uh, setting them a task, but she's got plenty to offer. We really like as a Philly going forward. What about the two long shots at Flemington? Well, they, they've just... I, I really liked Yale um, until she drew down soft. You know, I think by, you know, end of proceedings at Flemington today, you'd be wanting to be on, on the centre of the track. You know, she had the real heavy uh, ground the other day at... Uh, Ramick and was going to be in the finish and, and but slipped at the, about 300 on, and Billy went over the rails so she sort of had a pretty good excuse you know so but I think three will be a bit much for uh, be difficult from there the other fillies are talented staying filly but has ended up in this race through um, you know a bunch of race meetings being called off and transferred to poly tracks and she, you know she just doesn't have the foundation to be a betting chance but but she needs to have an outing on a good track with a good jockey so that she lays a foundation for the autumn, you know. Good luck today, John. Cheers, boys. Uh, just quickly, John, Black on Beauty. Nice to see her return the way she did at Gosford. What do we think of Black on Beauty? Uh, she's a stakes grade filly going forward. It's, you know, mm. She's coming off an injury, so we, we just want to take her up there and give her a little burn around and a bit of a kill and get her back in the game. And, and you know, ideally, we'd just go through her grades um, you know, throughout the summer and then hopefully present her, you know, in the stakes race during the autumn. And is Diamond on track with his five diamonds still? Yeah, he, he's, he had good improvement uh, from Saturday. So to see him win like that, if he bounces forward again, you know, um, I think it's a beautiful race for him. We might end up with Maximal in the race as well because the track doesn't look like drying out here, you know. So um, we just got to find ourselves a, a jockey and, and we might bring Max back the way the weather's looking, you know. Oh, mate. Well, wherever Maximal goes, clouds go, John. He's a drought breaker, Rich. He's a drought breaker. <laughs> Good luck today. Cheers, boys.
John O'Shea, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ronnie, there's no doubt that Maximal has a, d a damn good race in him. He just needs those clouds to go away. They hang around him too much. Yeah, it happens with some horses. You, you, <laughs> you, you, you try and beat the system and the system catches up with you and um, uh, they just have no luck. They're, they're jinxed. They are, they are. So, yeah, working our way through um, our interviews here. Uh, Ronnie, last day, um, last day at the races for a well. Certainly in Sydney here for Mark Van Gestel. I think our, our chief uh, steward, chairman of stewards, um, I'm pretty sure this is his last day and heads off to Hong Kong, a man who well, he's always been good to our show and he's always good to when you talk to him at the races. One of the best stewards I've seen. He's uh, just come through the ranks and nothing phases him and he's a, a really good operator. I, I, he is going to be a huge loss to our industry and people don't realise how what he does and how he runs a meeting and how professional he does it. You know, I get home Saturday night and bang, the stewards reporter up on the website. They must do everything before they go home and, mm. and they're... I can't speak highly enough of Mark and I just can't wait till he comes back um, but uh, whoever fills his boots has got a big job to do and and um, look I'm sure they'll do it well but Mark is uh, I don't, I don't, you never say irreplaceable but he's going to be a huge loss yeah, great piece, a very interesting piece. Greg Radley sat down with, with Mark, and that's uh, been around Sky Thoroughbred Central uh, all week. Um, great pleasure to welcome in our next guest. He's no stranger to bringing good horses to Sydney and figuring in the money, and that's David Van Dyke. G'day, David. Good morning. Um, exciting times for your team, and we're welcoming you back to Sydney. Thank you, yes, yeah, very exciting can't believe we've got a runner in the two big races and uh just uh, glad to be involved well gypsy got us david she this there's been no hiding you've just been looking at this race for a long time yes look she had a hard life as a three-year-old we we didn't miss her and uh we just wanted to give her an easy spring just the one run and then back to the paddock Okay, so uh, what do you do? Hopefully, you don't want to ride her out of the comfort zone, but hopefully a length or two closer than she has been in the past? Yes, look, that's why I put the blinkers back on. I mean, uh, they, after 100 metres in the oats, she had a nose in front, but obviously different level of pressure here. But uh, my point being she does switch on better with the blinkers. And uh, from the soft draw, um, yeah, I like to see her a bit closer than the tail of the field. I mean, if she ended up midfield, it's probably a good position. We know she can certainly hit the line strong. And you've got a confident jockey there. He's been confidently speaking about her all the way through. Look, even before this prep, um, he was always very optimistic about heading into this race. And, um, gee whiz, he's, he's done the legwork to get on her. I mean, he came up to the Sunny Coast Rider in a jump out there. He rides her every morning in track work. He was on her in a trial last week. Mm. So um, he, he certainly deserves to see her run well today. He's, he's a champion bloke. He's very good with his form. And um, I'm confident he'll give her every show. He's pretty pretty nice horse. The other one you got here, we own a smart one. He was excellent the other day. Yes, he was. And look, um, he had a throat operation before this preparation. And um, back in previous preps, he used to jump and just charge. And indeed, he won eight in a row doing that. So we weren't going to try and um, reinvent the wheel. But 
this preparation since that operation, he just seems to be relaxing more in the run. And as such, um, he travelled behind the pace last start and that allowed him to really finish off. I have a question mark over him at the 1300. Um, obviously, Eduardo will ping out, go to the front, and I'd love us to find Eduardo's back and uh, hopefully we can be hitting the line strong. You got a couple, we had a couple of in at Eagle Farm and the Gold Coast. Anything we should know about there? Oh, look, skins will be hard to beat. Um, five horse field in race three at the Gold Coast. Uh, in town, Matriarch Rose. She's a lovely big scopey filly. Uh, she'll get back, uh, but gee, she can finish off strong. She came from near last at Ipswich, first start to win, and I think she'll be finishing off strong today. Beautiful. Thanks, David. Uh, uh, David, with David with Gypsy Goddess, what's what's been the program? When did she arrive in Sydney? She's been down here a while. How, how, what's been the, the time frame of her movements coming to Sydney? Well, it worked out perfectly because she came down two and a half weeks ago with We Own a Smart One. They were friends from back home. So that just gave both of them a chance to settle in. We Own a Smart One ran a few days later and obviously ran a career best and Gypsy's just been loving life um, with, with a bit of one-on-one -on -one attention from Emma Strapper. So she's done terrific and, uh, yeah, really happy going into today. Where have they been based, David? Rose Hill, so it's Rose only Hill. a short walk over to yeah. get to the races today. Exciting, David, there. Uh, well, she, she's a beauty Gypsy goddess. Can't wait to see her at the races today. Wish you all the best of luck. Thank you. Good on you, David Van Dyke. And I think, Ronnie, when we talk about David, just probably talk about just uh, meticulous. Uh, no stone left unturned with uh, with those two horses and especially Gypsy Goddess today. Yep, uh, no doubt. He was, we were talking about Gwenda this morning. Well, he was the king of Kembla for a long time there um, in his day. And... Um He's come on and uh, done a great job uh, from Brisbane, and um, obviously he knows what a, a good horse, a good horse is about as well. Okay, we might wrap up those interviews there, Ronnie. Although I think we were probably going to try and get a hold of Peter Moody, but he, he might be on a plane, Ronnie. Is that right? He, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I read in some media report he was coming to Sydney on Saturday morning, so mm. I'd say he'd be on the plane. We'll speak after eight, Ronnie. Okay, Richard. Ron Duff, as he's done the form, so has Brad Gray and Glenn Munsey with all the um, uh, all the prices, all the latest market moves uh, for 4X Golden Eagle Day at Rose Hill Gardens. So um, at around about 9 to 8, 9 to 7, if you're with us in Queensland, good morning to all you Queenslanders and others right around the nation. Let's knock over some scratchings and the quicker we get through these, the quicker we can get stuck into a bit of form talk uh, after 8 o'clock. So Rose Hill Gardens for today, they have been uh, finalised these scratchings, a total of 36 at Rose Hill Gardens today. It's a good four, it's a beautiful day in Sydney, about time, and uh, it's a penetrometer of 5.18. Um, gee, no, no rain for the last 24 hours, a little bit earlier in the week. Going stick is at 8.7 for all you going, going stick fans. Uh, let's go to race one, take out six, limited reality, 12 little profit, 16 flying sultan, 19 salir, 20 salute again, and 21 super extreme. Six, 
12, 16, 19, 20 and at 21 from race one at the gardens. Race two, take out one, Jalay, two, arbitration and 10, leave me some. One, two and 10 from race two. Race three, scratch one, Lock Eagle, six, Ang Pow, one and six from race three. Race four, scratch number one, Athabascan, four, Greek Hero, nine, Karma Zone, 13, Travelling Kate, and 14, Dream Maiden. One, four, nine, 13, and 14 at a race four. Race five, scratch six, Capital Connection, and, uh, <laughs> Capital Connection, try six, Rainbow Connection, and eight, Capital Rain. Uh, six and eight from race five. Race six, take out one, Polly Gray, six, Lord Ardmore, or two, Polly Gray, six, Lord Ardmore, uh, 11, Main Stage, and 13, Dashing Willoughby. Two, six, 11, and 13 from race six. Race seven, scratch six, Shelby, 66. So race seven, number six. Race eight, scratch number 11, Brigantine. 19, Lavish Girl. 23, Flying Crazy. And 24, Kiss Some out of the Golden Eagle. 11, 19, 23, and 24 from race eight. Race nine, take out number 10, Kyobi. 15, Diva Bella. 23, Timpanist, and 24, Mediaro. 10, 15, 23, and 24 from race nine. And race 10, take out three, Ma and Pa. 10, New Tycoon. 12, Notions. 13, Briar's Kingdom. And 14, Verbeck. 3, 10, 12, 13 and 14. Some riders you mightn't have. Race two, number seven, Imbella is Reese Jones and nine for Miko, Karen McAvoy. So seven and nine from race two. Race three, number two, Maurice's Me Dad is Jason Collett. Race eight, number nine, Lightsaber, Tom Sherry and 10 pinstriped, Sam Clipperton. And race nine, number 21, Le Maire is Willie Pike. Just on King's Trust and Jimmy the Bear in their respective races, but we'll try and hopefully bring those to you uh, as we go throughout uh, uh, our, our preview after eight o'clock. Let's go to racing out of Newcastle today, up at uh, beautiful Broadmeadow. Good four, rails at 10 metres. From the seven furlong to the thousand at 11 metres, the remainder as they protect that grass for the hunter meeting. It's not far away. Good four, 23 scratchings, Newcastle. Races one and two are clear. Race three, take out four, Tarby Lamore. Five, Your Temptation. Eight, Little Beginnings. And nine, Rosetta. Four, five, eight and nine from race three at Newcastle. Race four, scratch 12, Savant de Lune and 13, Isla. Uh, 12 and 13 from race four. Race five, out comes two, Scorch Land. Five, uh, race five, number two coming out. Race four, uh, race uh, six, take out four, Havlicek. 10, Winchat, 11, Zucan Toucan, 15, Yeah But, and 16, He's Purring. So at a race six, Newcastle, it's four, 10, 11, 15, and 16. Race seven, scratch three, Morissette, 13, Centerstone, 14, Moopsie, 15, Miss Capella, and 16, Solvala. 3, 13, 14, 15, and 16 from race 7. And race 8, take out 5, Larynx, 7, Retiro, 13, Denang Star, 15, uh, Saw High, 
16 Do Well Legend and 17 The Fossil. 5, 7, 13, 15, 16 and 17 from race 8. Race 6, number 14, King of Somewhere Hot, Lee McGorian uh, takes over there. Let's go to Flemington today, day one of the big carnival in Melbourne, of course. Um, nine races to get through. Soft seven. Uh, Liam may keep telling us somewhere between a, a soft seven and a, and a heavy eight and uh, the weather looking okay for the remainder of the day. 24 scratching, soft seven at Flemington. Race one, take out number 10, Linderman. Race one, number 10. Race two, take out number two, Great House. Six, Macram. Seven, Realm of Flowers. 10, Interpretation, 11, Chabau, 12, Paternal, 13, King of the Castle, and 14, Wycliffe. So race two, outcomes 2, 6, 7, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Last throw of the dice for the cup runners there. Race three, scratch 11, Superium, and 13, Shaquiro. 11 and 13 from race three. Race four is clear. Race five, take out two Streets of Avalon. Uh, three, the Inferno. 10, Morvada. 11, Jimmy the Bear. And 16, Brigantine. Two, three, 10, 11 and 13 from race five. Race six is clear. Race seven, take out three, let's roll the dice. Race seven, number three. Race eight, take out number two, Nimalee. 10 hinged, 11 fangirl, and 19 pride of Jenny. Two, 10, 11, and 19 from the Empire Rose. And race nine, scratch one, Serides. Eight, Najmati, and 19, Vivian. One, Eight and 19 from uh, the ninth and last there at Flemington today. Uh, Dean Lester and Mark Hunter do not miss the guys after nine o'clock for their thoughts. Um, let's go to Weagle Farm. Now they're an hour behind and scratching time isn't um, for a little while yet, or final scratching time, but just we'll go through Eagle Farm for now. And uh, total of 27 scratchings and a penetrometer 5.8. 8.7. Track's good and expect a warm day for racing. Weather fine, warm conditions at Eagle Farm. Race 1, number 14, Room for Squares and 15, Tabata Set. 14 and 15 at a race 1, uh, the Mashani race. Race 2, take out 1, Akihiro and 4, uh, Ezekiel. 1 and 4 from race number 2. Race three, scratch one, Euro Bell, two, Famico, four, Baloo, and nine, Noble Beauty. One, two, four, and nine out of race number three. Race, uh, race four is clear. Race five, take out six, Gentle Prince, seven, Minto's Paradise, 12, Gaius, 14, Roman Air, and 15, Happy Candy. Uh, six, seven, 12, 14, and 15 from race eight. Race uh, race five. Race six, take out uh, three Asaba and six Affogato Girl. Three and six out of race six. Race seven, take out eight. Just gets better. That's race seven, number eight. Race eight, take out one high cost, five Delexo, six Kavak, 11 Manazzi, 12 You'll Be Missed, 16 Mashani Fraudster and 16 Lucifer's Loot. So race eight, Eagle Farm, one, five, six, 11, 12, 14, 16. Race nine, take out eight Indian Dreamer and 11 Run for Glory. Eight and 11 from race nine. Race 10, scratch seven Casino Mondial and 10 Deep Breath. Seven and 10 from race number 10 there at Eagle Farm. And we'll duck across to Morpherville in Adelaide. 
racing today, big 10 race program, good four uh, there in Adelaide. And we have a total of 13 scratchings. Race one is clear, race two, take out nine, we'll meet again. Race three, take out nine, Pompeii Empire. Race four is clear, race five, take out 10, rock hard. Race six, out comes three, unlaced. Nine, the silent sermon and 11, Ziggy Rocks. Three, nine and 11 from race six. Race seven, take out one, Ardalad and 12, Mr. Marathon Man. One and 12 from race seven. Race eight, take out 13, Dingable Dinger. Race nine, take out nine, Miss Gobcane. And race 10, take out nine, Archery Butts. 10, Old Time Rock. And number 13, Fields of It Henry. Nine, 10 and 13 from the 10th and last on the day. The Racing League is on fire. TRL had another winner this week and that takes the tally to 17 wins from 14 runners to the track. It's an extraordinary strike rate. And if you ever dreamt of owning a runner on Melbourne Cup Day at Flemington, well, now you have your chance with TRL. TRL has team captain defending his title in the Macca's run and he can still buy in this morning and own your share today and collect your pro rata share of the prize money and own a runner at Flemington on Cut Day. It's just $260 and you could own today. Simply go to trl.net, that's trl.net, AFSL licence 223671. It's one past day. Take a break on the Saturday HQ on the other side. Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray and Glenn Munsey dissect Golden Eagle Day at Rosehill Gardens. It doesn't have to cost the earth to end a share in a racehorse. Patriot Bloodstock offers an affordable entry-level price point for racehorse ownership with fixed price training fees. We love food first-time owners and punters clubs will get your friends together and start a syndicate. A Brave Smash filly, fully broken, is available now from a Dan that's produced five foals to race, all winners. She ticks all the boxes. Check out what's available at patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence 33696. Why haven't you heard of a grand utility vehicle until now? Introducing the 8-seat Kia Carnival with a bold and modern SUV-inspired design, class-leading tech and advanced safety features. Don't compromise on space, comfort and style. We didn't just make an 8-seat family car. We made a grand utility vehicle. Book a test drive and experience the thrill of the Kia Carnival GUV. Kia. Movement that inspires. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition, Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Davo here, and I'm challenging you this spring carnival. With Sky's Beat the Experts tipping competition, you can go into the weekly draw to win $10,000 simply by picking more winners than me or Gator. And the best part, it's 100% free. Visit skyracing.com.au forward slash tipping to play. Australian residents 18 plus only excludes SATs and season website New South Wales TP forward slash 01685 ACT TP 22 forward slash 01840. Racing HQ brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. 
Three past eight, Racing HQ Saturday. The morning whizzes by. Um, about to dive into some Sydney form talk, but it's a great pleasure. I think for the final time to welcome in Chairman of Stewards for Racing New South Wales before he heads off uh, to Hong Kong to oversee that jurisdiction. Mark Van Gestel, a very good morning to you. Morning, Richard. How are you? Good, thank you. I suppose you can't look too far, Ed. Big, uh, a big meeting to officiate today. A, a lot going on before you look ahead. No, that's right. Certainly an outstanding meeting and um, a golden eagle, you know, in, in its uh, years that it's been uh, been run, it's just gone from strength to strength. And, um, you know, I think today's probably the, the strongest edition we've had. I suppose, uh, you know, not to put you on the spot in a nutshell, uh, your, your tenure here as, uh, as chairman and steward, you've, you've probably just about seen it all. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm, you know, starting in uh, the, the, the late 80s, you know, through the 90s and uh, you know, recent years, it's... Uh, it's been a, a wonderful experience and, you know, really and thoroughly enjoyed uh, my role here and, uh, you know, look back with fond memories of, uh, you know, all the, uh, the moments that I've, I've witnessed along the way. Big job to step into. Is there a uh, successor there about to come through? Oh, look, I think Racing New South Wales will make an announcement uh, early next week in relation to that. But, um, you know, it's fair to say that uh, Steve Ralton, who's been my deputy now for a couple of years, um, you know, has certainly be taking a, a more uh, senior role with, uh, within the stewards panel. Excellent. Um, great meeting ahead of us. Um, out of recent reports, are there some horses to let the listeners know about, Mark? Out of the second race, uh, number four, Party for One, uh, for Warwick Farm on the 19th of October. It did finish fifth behind the poacher, beat about half a length, but just over the concluding stages when it was finishing the race off quite strongly, became held up in heels and as a re result couldn't be uh, tested to the finish and certainly should have finished uh, much closer than what it did. Uh, in race three, uh, number four, Waterford from Ramwick on the, the 15th of October. We did speak to Hugh Bohm in relation to his riding, particularly running the home turn. Finished the ninth behind uh, Bellana in the Silver Eagle, beating about four lengths. But Hugh did say that he, he took a run to the inside when he was committed to hit inside of heels, but that resulted in um, Waterford then uh, becoming held up in the early stages of the straight. Uh, then near the 200 metres, it did race in restricted room and uh, couldn't be fully tested, so between the 200 metres and the 100 metres, and it, it finished the race off quite well and uh, should have finished closer. And the final one to mention in race six, number 15, Honey Creeper from the Ink Stakes on the 15th of October, finished second by hope, Beyond Hope in Your Heart. Um, it's uh, just it, it hampered on jumping, but then from the 400 metres to about the 250 metres was held up for clear running when being shifted to the outside. was only beaten ahead and probably unlucky not to get the major end of the prize there. Mark, um, thanks for that report and um, yeah, for as long as I've been uh, doing this show, we've, we've been speaking on a Saturday morning, it's always been great to chat and lovely working with you and we, we wish you, you won't need any luck but we wish you all the best of luck with these future endeavours I appreciate it Richard and thank you for, yeah, for all your support along the way, it's um it has been a great opportunity to uh, speak to you each Saturday morning and um, you know, I'll certainly miss that but uh, thanks for your well wishes. Good on you Mark Van Gestel busy day ahead, he'll oversee the Golden Eagle meeting before um, going to, uh, to Hong Kong uh, to officiate things there. Seven past eight, let's dive into the Sydney form. Ron Duff is here welcome back, what a meeting to take a look at goodness me. Yep, I'm just going to tell you my Van Gestel story before we move on. I'm, when I was an apprentice um, I rode a winner for Mark's father, Mike, at Ramwick. It was 80 to 1. Mark would have had a hard, hard upbringing, um, especially with his uh, lunch money at school, because uh, Mike came to the jockey's room door and he, he shook my hand and he put something in there and squeezed it shut and it felt all right. But you know, obviously, you don't open it in front of him. I went back in the jockey's room, I opened it. It was five $1 notes. So <laughs> I, was, I, was, 
I was very excited about that. <laughs> and it's a beauty. He's a great man, Mike. Yeah, still, oh, still what? He's a tough man. <laughs> so I used to, Ronnie, I used to do some, um, some, some yelling inspections for horses, and I don't know everything about horses, but tell you what, you, would, you wouldn't want to go there to the lowlands, Ronnie, and... Um, and oh. say that horse was a bit offset or knock it. <laughs> Mike would say, what do you mean? What do you mean? There's nothing wrong with it. Anyway, he's a lovely, lovely man. And, uh, yeah, wish Mark all the best. And, and Mike, his dad, is a ripper. Uh, Brad Gray, good morning to you. What a, what a meeting to get stuck into. Yeah, and the racing gods are playing their part, aren't they? Oh, cracking day out there. Maybe they're a big Frankie de Tory fan. Uh, because, what have we got a good Who for? The, the sun is shining. That's right. Golden Eagle, four pillars. How many races around the... Well, the benchmark 68 rated horses run around for 500k. We've got the Nature Strip, of course, and the Rose Hill Gold Cup. So, can't wait to get stuck in. Good morning to you guys, and good morning to all the listeners. Well, the markets up are up with the tab. They have been for a while. Let's welcome in the man who can tell us where the money's been going, who the punters like and don't like uh, this week. Glenn Munsey, good morning to you, Munz. Yeah, morning, Richard. Morning, Ronnie. Brad, all the listeners. And uh, as we've been confidently predicting all week, we we're going to be on a good four today at Rose Hill Gardens. Let's hope every horse has its chance and uh, well everybody gets a prize let's rip in 10 minutes past midday is the tab highway today we get going with a class three at the 1200 meters muns what can you tell us about the market for race one yeah, well, not as wide as a typical tab highway, but uh, let's get through them here. Tap and Run is our first runner for Ronnie Stubbs, and it is a $19 chance. Ezekiel is $11. Vicky's won with the earmuffs pre-race and a visor on at $71. King Gutho is our favourite at $4.20. Chase My Crown at $34. Uh, <clears throat> limited reality is out. Four cents a win and five cents a place of deduction there. Reveal the magic at $21. Sung blue with a cross noseband on at $4.80. Fine weather with the blinkers off at $126. Poker Jack is a $21 pop. Sir Ravenelli with the blinkers off at $11. Little profit is out, no deduction. Proverbial at $26. A to B at $31. Transformation with a tongue tie on at $23. Flying Sultan's out, no deduction for it. Gold Card at 17. The Dramatist at $7. Salire out, nine cents a win and nine cents a place. Salute again out, no deduction. Super Extreme out, no deduction. Hearn Court at $31. Brazen Impact at 34 to 31, sorry, Hearn Court. Brazen Impact 34. And King's Trust just waiting on a rider for it. And I haven't done the stats, Brad. Hopefully you have on what number it is in the highway for it. Is a $19 pop. Righto, let's go back here and have a look at the most popular runner. And remember the promotion today. If you have a bet in the first two races at Rose Hill Gardens, also Eagle Farm and Flemington, and your horse does not win, that's a fixed odds bet via your tab account on the tab app or tab.com.au on the online. Your horse does not win, you'll be qualified for a bonus bet. Uh, they put the sword through it. It's a $25 uh, bonus bet return today. Most popular runner here in the first is King Gutho. Uh, over and has nearly three times the amount of money on Ezekiel. Sung Blue is the next pick. Then Sir Ravenelli. And the only horse with any money away from that. It's a long way away as the dramatist. How's your map looking here, Brad? Yeah, it's a little bit busy. I'm just going back to Munns' point regarding King's Trust. I have done my homework, Munns. 
28th run today, King's Trust has in a highway <laughs> handicap, which is pretty amazing given he's only had 34 race starts. So he's certainly the king of the highways, King's Trust, and here he is again. But at the top end, we've got Sir Ravenelli. He'll roll forward. That drags King Gutho across with him. Uh, I think the jockeys aboard Gold Card and Poker Jack have decisions to make in the first couple hundred metres regarding how aggressive they want to be. And then you've got the likes of Sun Blue and Izzykiel uh, just jumping in behind and, get, and getting the run of the race. Yeah, they're an impossible race to start with. Um, Edward Scissorhands is at his best this morning in there in the office. He's uh, shaving a few up. Uh, look, I... I don't mind the dramatist or the dramatist here. Um, I think he can sit midfield, got the claim, he's strong late, dry track suits him. I'll lean his way uh, to beat Sung Blue, who's a query, uh, off one soft trial but has talent. Uh, 11, Sir Ravenelli's, the tried and true highway performer. And four, King Gutho sets up well. He was back to 900, not suitable the other day, and this looks his target race. 18, 8, 11 and 4. 8, 4, 15, 2 for me, Sun Blue on top. I've got a little query in terms of back onto a dry surface. Other than that, I think he is hard enough to beat. His form obviously ties in quite neatly to highways. Uh, he won one of them at the back end of, of last campaign, albeit, as I say, on a heavy nine. So if he handles the, the, the firmer service today, I think he's hard enough to beat, just mapping beautifully here first up. For King Gutho, I guess he's got the advantage of a couple of runs under his belt. He wasn't suited coming back in trip last start. His first up win flag that he has returned better than ever. 15 transformation, a good roughy to throw into the mix, uh, bring some handy enough benchmark form into this highway, and Izzykiel, the best of the rest, another horse that just maps to get the gun run, 8, 4, 15 and 2. Okay, Darren Flindell calls all the action at Rose Hill Gardens today. Darren will be with us after 10 o'clock for Behind the Gates as well. 8, Sung Blue to beat 4, King Gutho, 2, Ezekiel, and 11, Sir Ravenelli. 8, 4, 2 and 11 for our race caller today, of course, Darren Flindell. Race 2 runs is the Agency Real Estate Handicap. Phillies and Mares here, benchmark 78, 1200 metres. Yeah, we start with a couple of scratchings here. Joe Lay, <laughs> excuse me. Jalay out, 17 cents a win and 14 cents a place. Arbitration out, 14 cents a win and 12 cents a place. So our first runner is Stolen Jade, and it's a $13 chance. Party for one is an $8 pop. So say you at $16. Divine Breath at $17. Embella is a $17 chance. Ten Bells at $6.50. Fumico at $7.50. Leave me some out. Two cents a win and nothing the place. And the Blue Jackets at the bottom, Plimstock $4.80 and Varvia, the favourite at $2.80. Most popular runner here of those that are left is Varvia. Now to put it into perspective, um, after Jalay was scratched, it was a $3.70 chance via Varvia uh, after going up $8. So if someone tells you it's $8 to $2.80, uh, just remember that arbitration was a $4.40 chance and Jalay was a $4 chance. So there's 46% comes out. Um, but three seventy. After Jalay came out, so 370 in to 280, 290 into 280 this morning. Uh, second pick here is 10 Bells. Uh, it's seven into 650 this morning, and third pick is Plimstock, who's been 460 out to 480 with the other two coming in. Where does the favourite find herself here, Brad? Uh, probably just in behind the speed, I imagine. That's Varvia, uh, 52 kilos, 10 Bells, the default leader. Uh, that's the way I'm seeing the race. There isn't an obvious speed influence here, so Varvia probably settles pretty handy. Plimstock can, can jump on the back of the stalemate. Varvia, thereafter, are you left scratching your head a little bit? I know Fumiko is versatile, but yeah, we await any change of tactics this morning, Duff. 
Yep, and I think that'll happen. Uh, there'll be a couple ridden closes here, including 10 bills, obviously. I... I'm with party for one. I know that the, the race shape doesn't suit her and she's only won one race and she's got midweek form, but I just think she's flying without, without any luck. And if she does get happen to get an ounce of it today, I think $8 is a luxury. I think uh, Fumiko can run well, uh, number nine. He... Um, or she, I should say, was good winning first up at Eagle Farm. She's obviously much better on these drier tracks where her record is much better. And then the two three-year-old fillies who, who look uh, quite likeable here. Uh, Vivia, number 12, um, the marketplace loves her, thinks she's a deserved favourite, so I'll respect that. Uh, first dry track run in a while for her. And Plymouth Stock. Look, she gets in light as well. She's a little query at 1,200, but she does drop seven kilos on her last run. 4, 9, 12, 11. I've gone the way of Plymouth Talk here, 11, 8, 12 and 4. I thought she did enough there uh, in midweek company. First up behind Insurrection being forced a long way back from the gate. Just half peaked on her own, maybe 50 metres from home. So she should get a chance. She's got more upside than these. Uh, she's going to have to go to a new level today, but I do think she's given the platform to do that. 8, 10 bells, uh, the default leader. Maybe that'll see her give some cheek. I thought she was really good there last uh, in the context of... Never in the past has she relished those heavy conditions. So the fact that she won uh, says that to me that she's going particularly well and she can bounce off that further. 12, Varvia, the sailmate of Plimstock, gets in light. Uh, very fit racehorse and should get map favours. And four, party for one. Can't dismiss her. Surely she won't have a hard luck story to tell today. 11, 8, 12 and 4. OK, numbers here for Darren in our second race of the day for the Phillies and the Mares. 12, Varvia. So be four, party for one. 11, Plimstock. And nine, Fumiko. 12, four. 11 and 9 in race number 2 working our way through Golden Eagle Day we uh, stay with the benchmark races here for uh, months for race number 3 the Furby Handicap we'll have a benchmark 78 at the 1500 metres Rightio just riding down that jockey's challenge market there the Topin uh, I can tell you Huey Bowman the favourite over Tommy Berry right uh, <coughs> race number 3 here and we start with a scratching in Lock Eagle 8 cents a win and 9 cents a place the deduction there Morris's me dad is an 18 chance. Global Osbred at $7.50. Waterford, our favourite, odds on $1.90. Rangi Toa is a $4.80 chance. Ang Pao is out. It's in, in Brisbane. Four cents a win and four cents a place. Miss Madison looking for three wins in a row at $9. Notions is an $18 chance. And our old mate, Jal Mari, is an $8 chance. <clears throat> well, this is a fresh market with the scratchings this morning. Um... No great activity on that. The most popular runner is Waterford, as you would expect, being a favourite. So let's go back and have a look at the old market here, and it was all about Waterford. Um, he was with Lock Eagle in the race and Ang Pow. He was still $2.50 into $1.95 with those two runners in the race. So with them both coming out, he did get back to $2 uh, with uh, Ang Pow out but Lock Eagle in and then was $1.90 and he stayed $1.90 there and he's just panels and panels and panels ahead of the rest. If you uh, have access to um, Sky Thoroughbred Central, you'll be able to have a look at the, the racing and sports speed maps that uh, we do throw up, but how does this unfold, Brad? Looks a pretty straightforward map, dare I say, Hainsey. You've got Rangi Toa roll to the front. I think Notions is quite happy to hand up uh, and just take that gun run in behind. She won from that position at Canterbury the last time we saw her at the races, and Rangi Toa going to the front drags Global Osbred to probably sit on its shoulder. Outside of that, you've got the four back markers, Miss Madison, Jalmari, Maurice's Me Dad and Waterford just allowed to find their feet out the back.
favourites. Uh, yep, I think you'll win the favourite. Um, look, oh, I would have thought if we could get $2 after scratchings that uh, he's a very good bet. Um, the only thing that can beat him is track pattern if it's a mad on pace. So uh, I don't think that'll be happening. I don't think so. I hope not. Uh, but he, he, he should be able to round this lot up, I would have thought, uh, looking at his form, looking at his Silver Eagle run and his form um, back to the scene of the crime here at the, at the Rose Hill 1500. So, um, yeah, no-brainer for me. Uh, I think Rangi Tower is obviously a horse they purchased out of New Zealand, having, you know, um, thinking that he could charge through his classes. He's had his two trials and does get on pace favours here, so maybe some sort of a threat. Global Ozbred, well, can he put two together? Um, uh, just the big SP profile between the two of them there, the two, uh, Waterford and him. But uh, I'm not disrespecting him at all after that run. He was he, he, he was very tough. And I'll throw in Morris as my dad, who will jump out of the ground on a dry track today uh, for a special 5-3-2. I've gone three four five seven. The little price angle uh, I was playing with Global Osbred has probably gone now, courtesy of, of a couple of scratchings and a little bit of support there. But $7, $7.50, maybe there's enough in that to think that he can go to a, a new level here. I think he put the writing on the wall there first up, Global Osbred, that he has returned particularly well. He looked a million dollars in the yard, defied the fact that he was 200 bucks, and he ran an absolute cracker despite finding 1,300 metres too short. He was one of the first horses to come under pressure. Uh, yet there he was, surging again through the line. So he gets his chance. He has to beat a pretty good one in the way of Waterford. Uh, he'll balance up, he'll power to the line, and he, of course, is much better set up out to the 1,500 metres again. A track and trip that he's won over in the past. Five, Rangi Toa. At least he brings a bit of a different form line. We've only seen him twice in Australia. Former Kiwi, he's got a fantastic strike rate, fantastic racing style. If they don't give him the due respect out in front, he could pinch a little break. And seven, Miss Madison. She hasn't done a lot wrong. I think she's going better than ever. Uh, full maturity now, and although she has to step into Saturday company, she's got a tail in the air. Three, four, five, and seven. Okay, race three at Rose Sewer today, and uh, Darren Flindell is with four Waterford to beat seven Miss Madison, three Global Osbred, and five Rangitoa. Four, seven, three, and five for Darren in race number three. We continue on with the benchmarks here as we go to race four on the day. And Munns, the precise air handicap here, 1,900 metres the journey at benchmark 78 level. Yeah, we start with a scratching in Athabascan. We'll see it a little bit later. And the deduction there, nine cents a winner, nine cents a place. Outlandos is at $51. Gin Martini is a $12 chance. Greek Hero is out. Four cents a win and five cents a place. Hammer on with the blinkers on today. $2.90 in favourite. Main stage, of course, running under the name of Gwenda Markwell. Sadly passed away after a very long illness last night. Of course, her best horse, uh, you'd have to say, was Grand Zulu, who won the, the BMW back in 2000 and, uh, I think it was 2002. I did write it down earlier this morning. Grand Zulu, she also trained a group... Uh, she had another group, but one winner, of course, Angel of Truth, won the Derby. Uh, a few Group 2 winners and Group 3s, and, well, Gwenda was Kembla Grange, uh, basically the last 10 years. And jockeys will wear black armbands today in Race 9 at Rose Hill Gardens in honour of Gwenda, and they'll ride in black armbands at Newcastle for Race Number 8 today. So uh, sad news with the passing of Gwenda Markle this morning, and she'll be represented here by Main Stage, who is a 16 chance. Ting Tong at $5.50. As good as sober gets. Now, as earmuffs pre-race and synthetic hoof filler on both hinds, 
and it is a $16 chance. Karma Zone is out. It's in on Tuesday. Four cents a win and four cents a place. Pink Ivory with the blinkers off at $4. Just a Jedi is a $14 chance. Pale King at $7.50. Travelling Kate is out. Three cents a win and three cents a place. And Dream Maiden is out. No deduction for it. Probably the quietest betting race of the day here. The most popular runner is actually Pink Ivory. And it's $4.20 into $4 this morning. Just in front of Hammeron, who stays steady at the 290. Third pick would be Pale King. Back on top of the ground since... Uh uh, last campaign. It's 8 to 7.50 this morning and fourth pick would be Gin Martini. I suppose Gwenda's horse here, Brad Main Stage, where nobody likes to get out and do. Yeah, I was listening to Rachel King this morning speak with you guys and she said she'd love to find a race where she can roll along out in front and get complete control. Well, I think he's found it here, Main Stage. I don't know where the other speed influences come from. Maybe Ting Tong can come across and sit handy. Pale King won't be far away, but then by no means uh, mad leaders. And then you've got Jim Martini, probably as close as she's been this campaign, getting out to the 1900 metres third up and hammer on. Can take advantage of that low draw and just park in behind the speed here, Duff. Yep, uh, we're going to be very forgiving for these failures on wet tracks with these two favourites last start, uh, Hammer On and Pink Ivory, but I'm comfortable to do that. Um, I'll lean Hammeron's way. He probably gets straight on main stages back here from Barrier 1 with those blinkers back on. Not convinced he run the Derby, just uh, the Metrop distance right out there last time and obviously had that very heavy track at Ramwick which we're going to be forgiving for so many horses. Previous uh, form was good um, considering, you know, the quality time beat him and then prior to that, Pink, Pink Ivory did beat him at his previous start but uh, obviously he's better off at the weights from that that performance, but I'll lean his way to beat Pink Ivory, who um, is back to the scene of the crime here at, Ro at Rose Hill, where she was quite impressive, winning second up. Jin Martini is just half a run short, but she's still got a winning chance. Just might want, you know, 2,000 metres and a little bit more, uh, but she's not out of this. And I'll throw in Ting Tong, who's going well, but um, he might be better on um, heavy tracks. But 5, 10, 3, and 7. Yeah, you're going to throw a healthy dose of forgiveness in there when you're assessing these uh, horses in the market, aren't you? Hammeron beaten nine lengths. Jim, Mar Jim Martini, uh, not Jim Martini, um, Pink Ivory was beaten a fair way. And then you've got Pale King, who was beaten 20 lengths, and they're all hard in the market. So, yeah, I'm being forgiving as well of Hammeron. I think he sets up really nicely to bounce back. Did have genuine excuses there in the Metrop last start, other than being deep-ended to some extent. Uh, he did start hard in the market, although... He just found himself on the inside, got a long way back in a race that turned into a sprint home. So back to his own his own rightful grade today uh, with the shades going on. Good draw, good track. Uh, he can bounce back. Ten, Pink Ivory, I guess the little query is maybe a, a lack of tempo here, whether she's looking for a, a touch further than the 1,900 metres now, but we know how deadly she can be on top of the ground. So if she's taken no ill effect from that effort last start, uh, yeah, she can she can quicken up nicely the last little bit. Twelve, Pale King, similar case for him. Uh, he was well fancied there in that same race as Pink Ivory last start. Didn't get conditions to suit, couldn't pick his feet up. So he'll bounce back. And June Martini, I guess the case for her is that she hasn't had that heavy track gut buster like the likes of Hammer on Pink Ivory and Pale King and there is a nice sense of timing about her 1900 metres third up 5, 10, 12 and 3.
Okay, for race four, we look at Darren Flindell's numbers uh, and he's with number five, Hammer On, as well, to beat 10 at Pink Ivory, six main stage and 12 Pale Kings. So five, 10, six and 12 for Darren in the fourth race on the day. We work through this big program of racing today, getting into the features soon, but we'll stay with the benchmarks here, Munns, for race number five. This is the new Tab App Handicap. Not so new anymore, I suppose, but a, a benchmark 78 at the 11. 100 metres. Yeah, and I found my notes. It was 2004, the BMW for Grand Zula, the 2019 ATC Derby for Angel of Truth. Group 2 wins with Angel of Truth in the 2019 Tullock Stakes. Roland Pin, a Group 2 win in the Shannon of 2012, and Group 3 wins to Arcademus in the 2019 Hawkesbury Cup. Roland Pin, the 2012 Newcastle Newmarter, an older Oscar Warrior. Well, they're all old now, aren't they? 2004, Bill Ritchie. They were Gwenda's um, group winners as a trainer. But the fifth here, uh, we start with Classy JB for the baker, Jeremy Sylvester, and it is a $9.50 chance. Monte Ditto at $10. Delexo is a $15 chance. Destination at $15. Authentic Jewel with the winkers on at $19. Rainbow Connection is out, $0.04 cents a win and $0.05 cents a place. Winning Verse is a $3 chance. Capital Rain is out, $0.03 cents a win and $0.03 cents a place. Mars Mission, our favourite, at $2 and 70 cents. Then we go to Miss J Fox at $21. Nicole Beagle is an $18 chance. Blitzar at $71. And Test of Faith is $151 chance. Once again, not a savage betting race this for a Saturday in particular. Uh, best supported runner is winning verse here and uh, stays the three dollars this morning as much as 460 bet about it and not savage deductions here rainbow connection a 16 dollar chance and capital rain a 16 dollar chance uh, uh, is the best supported runner roughly about oh, a quarter of the money invested on the race but once again it's not a uh, a strong betting race second pick would be mars mission um, and he's been well 290 280 three dollars 290 280 270 280 to 270 this morning third pick the toppy and classy jb as much as 16 about it, 10 to 9.50 this morning, and they're clearly ahead of the rest. Speed here, Brad, race five. I've got winning for winning verse uh, leading this field up. But it all depends largely on how aggressive Willie Pike wants to be on Classy JV from Barrier 1. If he's happy to hand up winning verse slides across, maybe the speed won't be as hectic as maybe you'd, you'd, you'd assume or default to benchmark 78, 1100 metres. But she'll spear forward winning verse. That drags Authentic Jewel across and Delexo is the other speed horse engaged here, though. Yep, I'm inclined to agree with that. Um, I'm a winning verse fan. I think uh, she's had five weeks of nice and fresh trials. It's a great first up run. Only has to reproduce that to be hard to beat. A dry track form is good. And I think I said Thursday night, I think they should be a lot closer in the market than they are now. So I think they're where, uh, where they should have been at the start. And I think she can beat the other favourite, Mars Mission. Not a lot went right from that wide draw first up, but he has to have upside. And he does get in light with that uh, claim for uh, young Zach Lloyd. Monte Ditto, he looks good odds, $10. There's nothing wrong with his consistency level. His trial was good. He hasn't had a long break. And um, yep, he's set to run to his best here. And Alexa, just the last hundred, last little bit of this race, he's only went up to 1,000, but he's a talented horse. Seven, nine, two, and three.
Same numbers for me, just shuffled up a little bit. I've gone 7, 3, 9 and 2. I've got 7 winning verse on top as well. Uh, it's going to take a pretty quick horse to head her here. So Rose Hill, firm track, 1,100 metres. Beautiful scenario for her to go one better than what we saw from her first up, but she just found Fox Fighter a little bit too sharp in the concluding stages. So we know she's pretty slick and she's going to take catching today with Timmy Clark doing the steering. 3, Delexo, I think he's the overs in the race and I love what I was hearing from Kristen Buchanan this morning. She sounded very bullish about how well he is going and the proof has been in his trials. Uh, he's been particularly eye-catching. So as Duff did flag, uh, the fact that 1,100 metres first up uh, is the obvious knock, given that all five wins uh, in the past have been over a 1,000 metres. But there's every chance that he's going better than Abbott. Nine, Mars Mission, well-placed to bounce back. Didn't have it all his own way there last start. Uh, that is down on his best form. You go back to his Mooney Valley win last campaign, uh, and he's a, a pretty handy horse. And two, Monte Ditto, I tend to agree. He's always underestimated by the market. Hugh Bowman sticks with him, and his form at the back end of last campaign is certainly good enough to give this a shake. Seven, three, nine and two. Race uh, race five for, for Darren Flindell here, and he's with number seven winning verse to beat nine Mars Mission, two Monte Ditto, and three Delexo, seven, nine, two, and three for Darren in race five. We get into the features now. The $750,000 Rose Hill Gold Cup is, the, uh, is race number six here, Munns. 2,000 metres the journey. Well, they come from all over the place. Look, keen, who, keen to see who punters want to be with here late in the piece. Yeah, and we start with Stockman here, and he's uh, run before the Melbourne Cup on Tuesday, and I'll tell you what, he's become very, very popular after that. Well, he was popular anyway, but uh, following that interview with Joe this morning and Ronnie uh, just letting out the cat out of the bag, that he's got him right up there in his numbers for the Melbourne Cup. He was $34 early this morning. I'll check what he is now. Um, at least you know he's going to get there. Uh, we've got Stockman uh, as a $7 chance. Polly Gray's out. Six cents a win at six cents a place. Yonkers for Frankie at $13. Cucaracha with a tongue tie on at $34. Pinarello is an $18 pop. Lord Ardmore out. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Bois d'Argent uh, with a lugging bit on at $6.50. Quality time with the earmuffs pre-race. $3 and favourite. Papalino, $126. Uh, we've got Star of India with the synthetic hoof filler on the off four and the off hind. It is an $11 chance. Main stage outruns earlier, no deduction. He's a shocker at $14. Dashing Willoughby out, no deduction. Kiss the Bride, $41. Honey Creeper at $5.50. Too Much to Bear at $31. And Athabaskan with a lugging bit on runs here at $31. Uh, once again, not overly vigorous, the support here, but quality time. Um, $3.40 into $3 this morning. Not off any significant money, but it's still the most popular runner in the race after as much as $4.60 was bet about it on Thursday. Uh, it's the most popular runner. Second pick would be Stockman, and he's $6.50 out to $7 this morning. Uh, they're a fair way ahead of the rest of them here. Third and fourth pick uh, would be Yonkers, uh, who's 12 out to 13 this morning, and Honey Creeper, who went up a 5.50 chance first thing today. Brad, it's, it's crazy to think that they'd race for $750,000 today, but a couple at the top of the market here actually had bigger carrots on Tuesday. <laughs> but this is, yeah, that's, that's the nature of the prize money situation. But, yeah, how's your map? Yeah, those runners being Stockman and, of course, Quality Time is in the big dance. Do they back up, drop him back to the mile? I don't know. We'll have to see what he does today. But you, Quality you, Time's going to get a chance you, here. You he just parks him so. behind the speed. You, you wouldn't think so listening to Chris uh, yeah, in his okay. preview because he said he was much better suited in the race today. 
Yeah, OK. Fair enough. We'll see what happens there. But Kiss the Bride looks the leader here. Quality time's going to jump on his back. Um, Pinarello, maybe there's the opportunity for, for, for it to go forward here. Now it's got a few runs under its belt. And I didn't really know how to map these internationals with any confidence. Bois de Jean, does it come across from the gate, maybe? And Star of India, uh, the other one here, Duff. Yeah, it's a tricky, tricky race with a few unknowns here. And I must say, I, when I was doing the form and tips, I... I was treating him as a scratching here quality time, um, thinking he'd go uh, dancing. Uh, I like the filly, or the mare, uh, Honey Creeper. I think she's come up nicely. I don't like the draw, I don't like the map, uh, but I'll leave that to Rachel because I think she's got a foot right on the till here and just could be hard, hard to hold out with that uh, big pull in the weights here. I think the dangers, um, Bois de Jean is... Uh, has got really good form and look he wouldn't be here unless under Marco Body's name unless they, they were here to make show off so I think he goes in on suspicion alone and, and the quality of fields that he's been in I'm sure he's going to put in a good good uh, Melbourne Cup trial here Stockman he'll just be uh, grinding home here uh, when it's all over and I think it can grind home into a place and Pinarello's been set for this all the way through and is a big improver in saying that um, quality time's got a terrific hope. He maps so, so well. Uh, shooting for four straight. I just uh, didn't put in the numbers thinking he'd be scratched. And the dogs are barking. The dogs are barking. Star of India. So keep a, uh, keep a clo very close eye on market and yard pushes, especially for these two international horses. Mm. At this stage, five, 15, 7, 1 and 5. I found a spot for him, Star of India, but I've got quality time on top, as you say, Duff, chasing four straight. Uh, he's airborne at the moment. This import comes off a last start win there in the Port Macquarie Cup. I actually thought his win prior to that was better, and it was at Rose Hill uh, over a similar trip on a good four. So if he can replicate that where he led, uh, he's going to be mighty hard to beat. He just pops in behind the speed here, I think, and if he can replicate that, I think he's too good once more. The big unknowns are the internationals. Really tricky to line up. Ten star of India. He's in there. He's lightly raced. He's got upside. He's winning the D stakes. Uh, was very good, and that measures right up in a race like this. Seven Bois de Jean. Uh, the thing that stands out when you assess his form is just how consistent he is. He's never been outside of the money in his starts to date. And fifteen Honey Creeper. It's one of the horses I really want to follow through through last meeting. Uh, probably should have won the race that was behind Hope in Your Heart. Third up, 2,000 metres, absolutely ideal. The only knock is the dry track and where she's going to get to from the gate, but she's very much ready to win. 8, 10, 7 and 15. OK, good race, isn't it? Uh, racing for three quarters of a million dollars and uh, Darren Flindelich with number eight quality time to beat 15 Honey Creeper, seven Bois de Jont and 10 Star of India, eight... 15, 7 and 10 for Darren in the Rose Hill Gold Cup. 24-hour fold cover for 24 hours a day, peace of mind. No excess on life-saving surgery claims, agreed value, fall rate guarantee and the optional extended fold policy until the 2024 yearling sales. All with guaranteed renewal, a clause pioneered by HQ. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ, Wayne and Dino, great uh, great supporters, uh, supporters and sponsors of our show here during our carnivals. 22 minutes to 9, 22 to 8 in Queensland. Wherever you're listening, we'll take a break. We'll come back with a good look at the Rose Hill Gardens quaddy, including the $10 million 4X Golden Eagle. Mum, what 
what would you say about a bonus Woolworths supermarket e-gift card worth up to $400 on selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley? Can you say it again? No. Nah. It's a great deal. You say it. A bonus Woolworths supermarket. Yep. E-gift card. Yep. What's up to $400? Yep. Can I have a rest? On selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley. It's a great deal of worth. Bingley. Better living every day. I'm here with David Warner reacting to the news that some people are not signed up to KO and will just assume their cricket matches on the telly. Thoughts, David? Yeah, nah, don't assume. Well, there you have it. David Warner says, don't assume. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. Be trackside for the biggest Cup Day party at Sydney's Royal Racing Headquarters. It's the only place to witness live racing headlined by the all-new $2 million The Big Dance. Celebrate with world-class dining, bars and hospitality amid spectacular style and fashion. See all the Cup Day action live on the big screens and wrap up with an epic performance by global sensation Rudimental. The Big Dance on Cup Day, where stories are made. Tuesday, November 1st, Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. The very best of US racing seven days a week. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. The best thing about our pies is the deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and a filling which is bursting with flavour. Plenty of flavours to choose from, like lean beef, curry beef, sausage rolls. We even have junior pies that you can give to the whole family. Find us in the Coles and Woolworths chilled meals section. And if you can't find us, ask for us by name. Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Welcome back to the show. Let's uh, continue on with a look at Rose Hill Gardens for today. If you've just joined us, we're jumping into the quadium. Race seven months is the $3 million Nature Strip Stakes, 1,300 metres the journey. Shelby 66, not there, but uh, an Everest rematch. Great field for the Nature Strip. Yes, it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? You just, you know, if you're not ending in with prize money in New South Wales at the moment with me and as the last word, uh, it doesn't seem as though it's a race, does it? But uh, let's have a look at this. Where's, the extra, where, where's the extra thousand come through? It's just three million and one thousand. That's probably the trophy. Oh, you're okay. It's like the the Golden Eagle is the Golden Eagle is actually a ten million and twenty thousand dollar race because they extended the field out from eighteen to twenty, and nineteenth and twentieth have got to get ten thousand each, so the charity finishes with a thousand. Okay, well, so, don't, uh, yeah, I hope so the uh, hope the owners of the trophy don't forget to pay their GST on that uh, twenty thousand or the or the thousand anyway. Yeah, well, I hope they don't go to court if there's a blow up if they <laughs> who wants the trophy. Funny old path Only only the lawyers win, uh, unless you're a lawyer in the horse and you get it earned twice. Righto, the nature strip here. This. Uh, 
Everest Sydney Stakes race. Eduardo. Now, it uh, was going to be tongue-tie on, but Joe went to the stewards yesterday and he resented the tongue-tie in his work, so there's no tongue-tie on Eduardo today. And Eddie is an $8 chance. Private Eye at $6. Marzu with the synthetic hoof filler on the near four at $4.20. Mars Crusader with the winkers off at 11 Colding with the Norton bit on, the muffs come off and the lugging bit comes off. It's an $81 chance. Shelby, 66, not there. wonder if he's going to Goulburn tomorrow or Flemington on Tuesday. Uh, no deduction for Shelby. Lost and running, $2.30 in favourite. Special K's at 34 Brutality's at 31 Rocketing buys at 31 We own a smart ones at 18 And Riadini is a 100 to 1 chance. Uh, most popular runner here is Lost and Running. He got carved up yesterday. He was 260 yesterday morning. Um, by the time about 9 o'clock rolled around, he was $2.30. Uh, he's, he's the top pick here. He hasn't got a mortgage on it by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Private Eye is breathing down his neck as the most popular runner. And uh, he's bounced between sort of $5 and $6 uh, since Wednesday after he went up $15 on Monday. Uh, they're clearly ahead of Marzu. And fourth pick would be Mars Crusader. Uh, Brad, favourite, you think? It's a nice run. Jay Pride, a little concerned with where Private Eye is. Yeah, it's a query, isn't it? I don't know what they do with Private Eye drawing out there. I don't know if there is a gap for him to slot in. Do they have to go all the way back? Listen to Joe this morning, maybe they don't want to uh, just ride him super conservative. But we'll see how that does play out. Eduardo, uh, no such queries with him. He'll stroll to the front, uh, he'll do his thing. That probably leaves the likes of Riadini to take the drag in behind of Eduardo. Marzu won't be far away. Lost and running uh, won't be far away. And we own a smart one. Does have to stretch to 1,300 metres, so maybe they just ride a pair or two further back than, than typical with that gallop of it lost and running here we were thinking duff that maybe the market might take him on a little bit uh, that's to be the case yeah i was i was working that way as well i when 290 went up i thought oh, it might get a bit better than that uh, but no is the uh, no at this stage uh, look i'm tipping him i'm not as bullish as a few you know like he's not nature strip yet um and to have that dominance over the in the market against this field so Look, although I'm tipping him, I think he's rock-bottom odds. And just in the back of their mind, well, in the back of my mind, he's still that trial. You know, he, he was entitled to go better. But the thing that won that trial uh, uh, went up $3 in a Class 1 or something on Tuesday. It's, it might be an absolute moral, but um, anyway. It is. Yeah, I know what he's said. <laughs> <laughs> I was just a bit slow out of the box. I'll just give it a twist in. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it won't, be hard. it won't be hard to lay, I can tell you that much. Um, he's on top, lost and running for me. I think Mazu just rails up straight behind Eddie and gets his every opportunity, 1300 ideal. Mask Crusader... I would like to set a little bit more pressure for him, but I think the dry track, I think those winkers off will help him jump a little bit better. And he's right in the picture as well. And if we get a couple of uh, on-pace winners, Eddie's going to come right into play here, Eduardo, uh, because this is a whole different race shape. Uh, for him, where he can just get across, get into that rhythm of his, and just get him chasing on the point of the turn. Not cut and dry, this. Um, seven, three, four, and one. Yeah, I'm tipping them to run to form here, which sees Lofton running on top. Seven, three, one, and two. Hasn't he been outstanding uh, in his two runs back this time in the shorts? And then the Premier, if he builds off that further, 
I don't think they'll be, be beating him. Obviously, a little query there is never ideal to have a setback, uh, no matter how minor, but if he can pick up where he left off, I don't think they'll be beating him. Three, Marzu, his form ties in very neatly there to lost and running, and he's got the advantage of the extra run under his belt. Uh, he lost absolutely no admiration there with a determined third there in the Tab Everest after getting a long way back. Uh, he maps to get the run of the race here. One, Eduardo, 12 months ago, he brained his rivals in this same race, and Joe mentioned the, his fantastic Rose Hill affinity this morning. Uh, four wins from five. Five starts and two private eyes. He's going to need a few little things go his way, but there's no denying uh, that he's flying. Seven, three, one, and two. Rightio, looking at Darren's numbers here for the Nature Strip Stakes. 4 p.m. the Sarthadoon. Three, Marzu. Of course, the Sydney Sprint Series bonus uh, right there as well for Marzu. Three, uh, seven, lost and running. One, Eduardo. And four, Masked Crusader. Three, seven, one, and four, for Darren in the Nature Strip Stakes. That takes us on to our main race at Rose Hill Gardens today at a quarter to five, the 4X Golden Eagle. $10 million and $20,000, 1,500 metres. What an amazing field comes together here, Munns. What have they been doing this morning? I suppose no more after nine o'clock with light infantry. Yeah, well, uh, what they've done since, well, 6 o'clock this morning, Richard, he was a $3.50 chance uh, at 6 o'clock this morning after he was as short as $3.10 uh, yesterday. Uh, he's uh, a $3.30 chance now. Uh, he's about... He's not the most popular runner this morning. Uh, he is the most popular runner overall, but not the most popular runner this morning. And he's a $3.30 chance now. But we'll start at the top with Overpass. And, of course, each and every one of these runners has a charity that they'll run for today, and the charity will receive 10% of the prize money earned by the particular runners in the race today. So Overpass is a $19 chance here. Converge at $61. In the Congo is an $11 chance. Valana keeps getting out. $21. Now, I wish I win at $12. Mr. Mozart is an $18 chance. Hilal at $81. Military Expert at $71. Lightsaber, Tommy Sherry, your rider there at $151. Pinstriped with the winkers on at $34. Brigantine is out. And nothing the win and one cent to place the deduction there. Light Infantry, our favourite at $3.30. Wellwall, with a lugging bit on at $23. Hinged is a $12 chance. Fangirl at $18. Chain of Lightning at $6.50. Gypsy Goddess is a $13 chance. Uh, blinkers on for her today. Uh, Lady of Honour. Blinkers on, the nose roll comes off at $61. Lavish Girl is out, no deduction. Hope in Your Heart at $34. Cardinal Gem at $34. Jimmy the Bear, Keegan Latham picks up the ride there, so he's good effort, Keegan. It's the third horse he's been on in this race. It's a $61 chance. Ryan won't be claiming three lots of percentages, though. Flying Crazy out, no deduction, or he'll try. And Kiss Some out, no deduction. Well, as I said, this is the market since Tuesday. <clears throat> Light infantry, as much as $6, as short as $3.10. And someone told him he was actually $2.90 at one stage. Nearly fell off the chair. I fell off the chair when he was $3.10. Um, uh, six into $3.30 now since Tuesday. Chain of Lightning, 11 into six fifty since Tuesday. Uh, and, uh, well, they are the only runners in single figures. They're the, the two most popular runners. Gypsy Goddess's third pick. She was 17 into as short as 12 overnight. Back to 13 this morning. And fourth pick would be I Wish I Win uh, who went up the $6 equal favourite when the field came out on Tuesday. It's now out to $12.
Any closer to sorting this map out, Brad? Yeah, we're getting there. We've had a couple of days to chew over it now. So in the Congo finds the front. Uh, you've got Lady of Honour, who's got speed. Won't be far away. I think the scratching of Lavish Girl helps Mr Mozart to some extent. It's probably one less runner he has to cross in terms of maybe finding himself outside of in the Congo. It all comes down to how much work he's going to do in the early stages. That leaves Chain of Lightning and Overpass to get absolutely beautiful runs in behind the speed. And Hinged is the horse that's open for interpretation. Uh, I think a lot of maps will have her going forward. I've actually gone the other way. I'll probably ride her on the conservative side from that wide draw and, and let her hit the line here, Duff. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, what a race. There's so many options. So many options. Uh, and saying that, I'm taking the weak way out and tipping a, a, an under-the-odds favourite um, light infantry. Uh, he's just got all the form in the world, only has to reproduce it uh, here at, at Rose Hill uh, to probably go close to winning this race. And the vibes are just so strong about the way he's arrived and the way he's settled in. So, yep, I'm with him. Uh, five, I wish I win. I like the horse. I think he'll run on strongly. Thirteen, uh, we well, well, well. Um, at least he's had a nice little grounding with a couple of Sydney trials. And he's got good form. Probably hasn't got the outstanding form of light entry, but he's got um, not far behind him with um, some form lines around him. And, wow, $21 for Lana. We're talking he's going to run favourite a couple of a week or so ago. I'm about to press the button on that $21. That's, too, that's just too good to dismiss. Uh, 12.5. 13 and 4, I could go on and on and on, uh, but we have, we have, but uh, 30, 12, 5, 13 and 4 for me. Yeah, pattern is so important, isn't it? We're going to get a look at the first seven races, and if it's no disadvantage, it'll be sweeping wide. All of a sudden, uh, these horses out of the market, your fangirls, your Valanas, are probably going to be spec to some extent. To some extent, but I'm going the safe way in the terms of, of in the Congo. We know where he's going to be. I've gone 3, 5, 15 and 12. Uh, he's a Rose Hill 1400 metre winner. That's no guarantee that he's going to get the 1500 metres, but that was in the Golden Rose. and. I think he's had a good enough grounding now. He's a forgivable effort there first up, 1,000 metres, missed the jump, didn't really get a spot, and, yeah, forgive him that. And then he bounced back in the Sydney Stakes. He sat outside the lead there. He was dictated to, and he was there whacking away at the finish. So I think that gives him a, a solid grounding, 1,500 metres third up. Tim Clark, you'll take no prisoners. Catch me if you can. And he's going to look the winner here a long way from home. Five, I wish I win. He's got that similar profile, I guess you could say, to Iron Thunderstroke. Maybe at this point he doesn't have the same level upside, but he comes through the same race. Um, um, the Turak, uh, that's been a, a proven recipe. These Group 1 handicaps, Epsom, Turaks, to winning this race. I know we've only had three runnings, but he's going to get his chance blending into the race at the right time. He's going to run out a very strong 1,500 metres. Fangirl been screaming out for a dry track. She just hasn't been screaming out for, for Barrier 20 or whatever it is that she's drawn now. So she's going to need a clever ride from Hugh Bowman, but if she gets it, yeah, look out late. I think she sets up really nicely here on the back of a, a lovely tick-over trial since we last saw her on a wet track in the Epsom and 12 light infantry. I feel like I've missed the boat a little bit with him and I just can't chime in at the $3.30 now. But if you're on, on at bigger odds, uh, I wish you all the best. 3, 5, 15 and 12. An amazing race. Uh, Darren Flindell in the Golden Eagle. 16, Chain of Lightning to be 12 light infantry. 13, World War and 15, Fangirl. 16, 12, 13, 15, on, uh, on race eight, the Golden Eagle. Let's go to race number nine this afternoon. Muns, the Four Pillars Midway, half a million dollars, benchmark 68, 1,500 metres, some connections up for a fat payday for race nine. Yes, and uh, we start with Mahagoni here, who is on the backup from last Saturday. 
and is favourite now with 64 kilos. It's not as bad as what you think because the limit, the the, uh, the bottom weighted horse has got 56. It's a $4.20 chance. Casino Mondial at $26. Adios Steve is a $7 chance. McGeehan at $31. Awesome Lad is a $10 chance. The Guru, uh, well, it was in the Little Dance, I think, on Tuesday. $51 for it. Oakfield Arrow at $14. Sabrinko is an $11 chance. Exalatus at $13. Kyobi is a scratching. 13 cents a win and 10 cents a place. Uh, I uh, sent a message to Sam Cavadar this morning and he said uh, there's a bit of a virus around. He wasn't happy with the bloods. He's very disappointed. Didn't want to risk him and he's going to the paddock now to have a short spell to get ready for the Midway Championships. So that's Kyobi out today. 13 cents a win and 10 cents a place. Poseidon Ruler is an $81 chance. Danish Prince at $15. Bubba at $26. Prince Aurelius on the backup from last uh, Saturday at Kembla at $34. Diva Bella is out. Two cents a win and four cents a place. Brazen Song at $34. Burning Need under the care of today, of course, for Gwenda as well. And Burning Need here was a $34 chance earlier as I scroll down to it and I can tell you that Burning Need is into $21 now. Sally Pops at $51. Stray is an $11 chance. Wealthy Investor at $41. La Mer, Willie Pike, your rider there, at $26. Scorchland at $26. Timfinist out, no deduction. And Mediaro is out, no deduction. I think I saw it in somewhere, Mediaro as well. Uh, let's have a look here. We've got to go back... Um, well, those that are left, the most popular runner is actually Awesome Lad. Once again, not the uh, the strongest betting race of the day for a Saturday. Anyway, Awesome Lad ahead of Mahagoni and then Adios Steve. Yeah, Matt, Brad, race nine. Yeah, well, it promises to be a fast run race because when you look at your speed horses drawn 12, 17, 18 and 20, they won't be mucking around in the early stages. Oakfield Arrow, Wealthy Investor, Prince Aurelius and Brazen Song. Then you throw into the mix Sully Pops, drawn much better and Adios Steve typically isn't far away. So every horse gets their chance here, particularly those just stalking the speed, Duff. Yeah, I'll cut the dribbles. We won't get the last in. They'll chop us off. Seven Oakfield Arrow, I think value runner, well-weighted. Mahagoni, that 64 doesn't look as bad. Eight, this has got a really good chance. Sabrinko. like the way the setup with her and the stable won it last year. And nine Exilatus. Now he's one with a bit of upside this horse and respect the stable. Seven one eight nine. One eight twelve three going with a class run up Mahagoni on the seven day turnaround. Uh, that form through Waterford obviously reads well and he's he's won two starts this campaign. Eight Sabranco, one hundred percent agree. She's the horse that I've specced out of the market. Can be a little bit hit and miss, Sabranco, but I think her last two runs suggest that she's right where Tracy wants her. Uh, and he of course won this race twelve months ago with Kiss Some. Twelve Danish Prince can run a race at odds and Adios Steve is Mr. Consistency. One, eight, twelve and three. Can't believe I've really couldn't find a spot for Stray. Oh, the old girlfriend. <laughs> yes. What could, it's what it's could got go a stray vibe about it before base, <laughs> I do concede that. <laughs> Jay Spencer, Barrier 6. Numbers here for uh, Darren Flindell. 8, Sabrinko. 1, Mahagoni. 9, Exilatus. And 7, Oakfield Arrow. 8, 1, 9 and 7. we got a race number 10 to finish off the day, Munns. A benchmark 78 over the 1,300 metres. Yeah, Katili here is a $7.50 chance. Spiranak at $10. Mar and Par, disappointingly, is out. It's in at Randwick on Tuesday. Two cents a win and nothing to place. French Bonnet 26, Democracy Manifest 
$3.80 and favourite. I am lethal at $4.40. Savory at $23. Arbitration at $7.50. Stromboli, $4.40. New Tycoon out, no deduction. Black Duke with the tongue tie off at $26. Notions out, two cents a win at two cents a place. Prize Kingdom out, one cent to win, nothing the place. Verbeck out, two cents a win and nothing the place. And trust the process is a $61 chance. I am lethal, most popular runner here. A breath in front of Democracy Manifest. Double the investment of their nearest rivals, which is Spiranak and Katili. How do they settle down, Brad? French Bonnet comes across, Stromboli not far away, and Coda Healy is your other speed horse here, Duff. Yeah, they cut, it's cut about a bit, but I think it's still a good betting race. I like the two stable mates here. I'm tipping I am lethal. Um, very forgiving Eagle Farm last time. Gets a nice better run here. Coda Healy, he does stroll across, and uh, he should be able to carry that big weight uh, and run well. Democracy Manifest, just don't think he ran the 1400 right out last start, so gets another chance. And Stromboli's racing well. I like 6 and 1, 6, 1, 5 and 9. On one, two, five, and 6, one Coda Healy on top, the class runner here, John O'Shea, Jamie Carr rolls across, gets his chance on speed, and I like that form reference through the Silver Eagle there first up where he's beaten three lengths, thought he just peaked probably 50 metres from home, so Strips Fitter comes back in grade, that's a good recipe, two Spiranak, I think the dry deck is key to her chances, she's going to need some luck at the right time from Barrier 1, uh, but a few scratchings make that task a little bit easier. In this smaller field, five, Democracy Manifest, he's well placed back to 1300 metres here, and six, I Am Lethal, another horse that'll appreciate a dry deck. One, two, five and six. Darren Flindell's numbers, tenth and last of the day. Darren's with number six. I'm lethal. Good thing to beat two Spiranak, one Coat Hill and five Democracy Manifest. Six a special from two, one and five. Duff, what's the best today? Short but sweet. Uh, race three, number four, Waterford. I'm going to have something. I, I don't like betting against the, the map, but I think party for one will run well at odds in race two as well. Good on you, Ron. We'll do it again next Saturday morning. Thank you. Thanks. Enjoy the, the races. Guys. Good on you, Ron Duffersy. Brad, your best today. Yeah, pretty simple for me as well. Race 7, number 7, lost and running to pick up where he left off. Good man. And we will catch up during the week. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, guys. Big thanks to uh, Brad and uh, Duff this morning. Bang on 9 o'clock, Muns. We better get going. But, uh, yeah, punters, have a good look at this meeting. It's um, good horses left, right and centre. Yeah, and don't forget those uh, specials, races one and two today, the uh, $25 bonus bet if your horse does not win. We'll have a break, Richard, and come back with Dino and Mark looking at Derby Day at Flemington. That we will. Bang on 9 o'clock, Racing HQ Saturday, Derby Day, with uh, Dean Lester and Mark Hunter after this break. Kia Friday nights are back at Canterbury Park. Light up your summer with night racing, street food markets, live music and kids entertainment. Entry is free. Kia Friday night racing, opening night on November 11. Find out more at theraces.com.au. It doesn't have to cost the earth to earn a share in a racehorse. Patriot Bloodstock offers an affordable, entry-level price point for racehorse ownership with fixed-price training fees. We love first-time owners and putters clubs. We'll get your friends together and start a syndicate. A Brave Smash filly, fully broken, is available now from a dam that's produced five foals to race, all winners. She ticks all the boxes. Check out what's available at patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence 3369. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Merlot by De Bortoli, of course.
Here's the traffic. Cool off this weekend at Raging Waters, Sydney, the ultimate destination for hot weather fun, just 15 minutes from Parramatta. Sail on now at ragingwaterssydney.com.au. At Ingleburn, a broken down car on Hume Motorway northbound after Brooks Road is causing some delays. At Haymarket, a burst water pipe has closed Sussex Street between Little Hay Street and Harbour Street. And at Lucas Heights to Heathcote, roadworks are closing Heathcote Road both ways between New Illawarra Road and the Princess Highway till 5am Monday. Bob Jane T-Marts look after you. Buy three, get one free plus instant cash back on top tyre brands. Call or order online today. T's and C's apply. I'm Aisha, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Mum, what would you say about a bonus Woolworths supermarket e-gift card worth up to $400 on selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley? Can you say it again? No. Nah. It's a great deal. You say it. A bonus Woolworths supermarket. Yep. E-gift card. Yep. What's up to $400? Yep. Can I have a rest? On selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley. It's a great deal of worth. Bingley. Better living every day. HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. There's a new place to get it all on tap this spring. And it's in your pocket. The new Tab app has live racing. Touchdowns. Downtowns. The beautiful game. Australia's biggest game, our other biggest game, a bit of this, this, oh come on ref, and this, for sport and racing on tap, download the new tab app, gamble responsibly, gamblers help 1800 858 858. Introducing the Kia Cars of the Year. Cars of the Year. The fully electric Kia EV6. The Wheels Car of the Year. And the Drive Car of the Year. The Kia Sportage. To pick your side in this sibling rivalry, visit kia.com.au. Kia. Movement that inspires. Interstate Form Preview. Brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Four minutes past nine and welcome back to HQ Saturday. Great to have you with us. Time to talk all things Melbourne today. Flemington, day one of the carnival. We start on a soft seven. Liam O'Keefe telling us that somewhere between a soft seven and a heavy eight. But weather guys looking uh, weather guys looking fine, uh, fine enough for the day. Let's welcome in the guys that are going to uh, hopefully find us a, a winner or two. And Dean Lester, as I say, good morning to you. Christmas Day for people who quite like racing. Good morning. Yeah, it certainly is, Richard. Good morning to you. Uh, it's a fantastic day, Derby Day, and uh, yeah, we've got good fields again this year, and uh, yeah, looking forward to the day. Can't wait. Let's get stuck in. Mark Hunter, a very good morning to you. Had you done your form anticipating a softish track? Yeah, morning, Richard. Yeah, we've had rain all week down here, and um, I'm probably a little surprised it only came up as a soft seven after mm. the deluge we had yesterday afternoon, so yeah, no, I always thought it would be wet. Let's get into it, shall we? T- uh, nine races, great program. Glenn Munsey is back with uh, the markets here for the big day, Derby Day, Coolmore Stud Stakes Day. And Munz, as we say, good morning to you again. We get going with the three-year-olds here. The Carbon Club Stakes starts the day. Three-year-olds, Group 3 at the mile. And one of our midweek mates, top of the market here. 
Yeah, traditional start to uh, Derby Day, the Carbine Club. Good morning to Dean, good morning to Mark, and traditionally it's a bit of an SF race uh, recently anyway. And uh, we've got Tijuana here at $4.20. Sandpaper is a $7 chance. Liberty Steps at $16. The Fortune Teller at 9 Lincoln Square, $34. Elkington Road is an $8 chance. Redina at $23. Water Deals at 11 Big Story is 51 Lindemann is out. Perfect Thought at 34 Pungo, our favourite at $3.10. And one for the Bra Boys, My Brother's Keeper, is a $41 chance. Most popular runner here is Pungo. Uh, 3.30 into 3.10 so far this morning after as much as 3.80 was bet about it on Wednesday. Uh, it's the most popular runner over Tijuana uh, with the favourite going 3.30 to 3.10 this morning. Tijuana's gone four out to 4.20 and they are a very, very long way ahead of the rest. The next two picks are Sandpaper, just in front of Liberty Steps, who got a trim up yesterday, courtesy of one of the gentlemen that's going to talk to us in a second. Who uh, are you with here, Dean? Yeah, I'm with Liberty Steps at a bit of a price here, Richard. Uh, he's a horse I've always liked, and uh, I think two runs this time in his drawn wide had no chance. All of a sudden, he comes up with a decent draw, hitting the race third up. Uh, I think he's got a good chance at the odds. Uh, Pungo's certainly the danger. Chris Waller, more than Sydney form, it's Chris Waller form uh, in this race most years, and um, Pungo looks uh, the most likely, looks a likely type to uh, continue that tradition and run well. Sandpaper. Uh, did a good job to win the Gothic, and the Gothic's always a good guy at the end of this race. And Tijuana off the Guineas, 1600s as far as he wants, and his fifth run for the campaign, so he won't be improving, but he's got some hope. 3 12, 2 and 1. I like number two sandpaper here. I'm looking for the horse that I think will run the mile, um, and that for me is sandpaper. I'm hoping they ride a little bit quieter than last start. I hope they sit fifth or sixth, peel to the outside. I think that would suit sandpaper beautifully in this race to beat number one Tijuana. Tijuana runs about 1,500 metres, then he starts to paddle. He's drawn for a soft run. It doesn't look like much speed on paper. He'll be there for a long, long way. Tol Pungo keeps drawing gate one. It's got a chance. You just have to respect certainly the stable in this race to bring it down for it. And 11 perfect thought. I thought wasn't hopeless. Like to see quite a ride. I think Craig Williams could make a big change to this horse. Could hit the line hard down the middle. Like two, I just want to see a bit quieter ride. Two, one, 12 and 11. Okay, on to race two at Flemington today. The Lexus Archer Stakes, Group 3, 2,500 metres. Gee, surefire, pretty skinny here, Munns. Say that again, and haven't they put the sword through this? Because, uh, well, the majority of these had to run to get into the cup, and the way things are going, uh, they haven't had to uh, because they're dropping off. So Allegra on here, of those that are left, a $4 chance. Great House out. Chapada at $10. Crystal Pegasus at $18. Warning is a $9.50 chance. Scratch the next two. Down to Shorefire at $1.65. Thank you very much. Serpentine at $10. Scratch the next five. Go all the way to True Marvel, who's an $81 chance. Uh, well, this market uh, basically only went up this morning with all of the scratchings. A Shorefire was $1.80 earlier today. Now $1.65. Uh, Allegron was $3.50. It's out to $4. And that's basically the moves. There was a significant move for yesterday for warning. Uh, we have bet as much as $41 about. Uh, that was with a full field. He was he was $12 uh, this morning before all the scratchings, but he's popular again this morning. And 
they're the top three of those that are left. Race two, Mark, the stayers. Yeah, pretty boring race now, Richard. I think Surefire has to be your starting point. It was good at Geelong, was given every chance. I just found Emissary too good, but they put a gap on the third horse. Looks like the ground is okay. It'll get a beautiful run here with Serpentine, the only leader. And Surefire is the one to beat, but too short to entertain. Number one, Allegron. I don't think Allegron's going badly. I just think it didn't handle Caulfield at all. Um, it'll get back on the big track here. And the 59 kilos might pull it up, but it will run well. Five Warning is next best. Had the two runs back from a spell. It's on the soft ground. Has raced well at Flemington. And maybe number three, Chapada. With the blinkers going on, but would, would have wanted a drier track. Eight probably wins, but too short. Eight, one, five, and three. Okay, on the race three, we go at Flemington today. Uh, the Paramount Plus rising fast stakes here. Munzer will have a group three at the 1,200 metres. We, we, we haven't got Dino's egg flips, Richard. Oh, sorry, Dean. Over racing, Dean. That's all right. Apologies. Uh, <laughs> I know Mark said it's a pretty boring race now, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a set of tips in. Um, I'll go... I'll actually don't have to do anything different. I think his was the same uh, eight, one, five, and three. Um... I think he'll probably win Surefire. Allegron, got to remember he missed the Turnbull Stakes. I think he's building towards Tuesday, uh, and that's that's the only reason I could explain why he was ridden so negatively in the Caulfield Cup to be just hitting the line. And I thought right on the line he was hitting the line well. Uh, he'll run well today and then build into Tuesday. Uh, warning these conditions suit, uh, and uh, he's been... Effective in this week in the past, and Chapada start 39 gets the blinkers first time. 8153. Where was I, Munns? Yeah, no, and you're right, Richard. You know, yeah. we're up we to race three, aren't we? Yeah. Right. Back on track. I'll stay, I'll stay out of it. <laughs> yeah. Right, a race three, the Paramount Plus, rising fast stakes here, a group three of in over $1,200. Serious Suspect at 12, General Bow at 12, Gravina at $7.50, Jamea at $12, she can bring the rain, Triple Missile at $4.80, Argentia at $9, Ocean Beyond at 34, Superium is out, Curran at 13, Shaquiro at 34, and Melba Storm is a $21 chance. Best supported runner here is Triple Missile. Even today, $5 into $4.80 with one-third of the total investment on it having come this morning. Best price bet about it was $6. Double the investment on Gravina, uh, who's unchanged at the $7.50. Third pick is Generation, who's been as short as $3.70, four out to $4.40 this morning. They're the top three. First run down the uh, first race down the straight, boys. Interesting comments from James McDonald yesterday. He didn't want to entertain getting to the outside because of um, where they worked at breakfast with the stars on um, earlier in the week in the rain. Dean? Oh, it's a fair point too. Um, I think uh, early in the day uh, they'll stay closer to the inside and that's the challenge for Triple Missile because he's going to be back from a wide draw. I just don't know what's going to cart him into the race. I think he's ready to win. Uh, his run at Caulfield was enormous. He bombed the start three or four lengths. Did a huge job to get as close as he did. Uh, I'm going to go with him. Gravina won that race at Caulfield. He's going to be in a beautiful spot and he can run well again. 
the generation the back end of 1200s uh, as far as he wants absolutely and down the straight might expose that but he'll give a good sight for a long way and the astrologist uh, who probably didn't need to run last week this has always been going to be the right race for him um down the straight uh, he'll give a good sight but uh, he triple missiles ready to win he's just need a bit of luck doing it eight six three and one yeah, I've just reversed the Cronulla there. I like number six, Gravina. This is a race where I think Gravina is the best wet tracker in the race. Most of these are suspect in the wet or suspect 1,200 or suspect how they're going. And I think Gravina comes into the race, albeit off a weaker race, in terrific form. Just looking for it to park. Same sort of spot, fifth or sixth come out, and I think Gravina is a terrific bet each way to beat eight triple missile. Comes through the same race, fitter, handles the ground, going to be getting out of the pack and chasing hard. 12 current. Probably maybe a touch wet for it, but it never has any luck. It's got some chance, and I'll put four serious suspect in it. Again, probably wanted a better track. Even the astrologers get easy runs up front. Serious suspect flies up the straight, and no shock to see you keep going for a long way. Ken Gravina, 6, 8, 12, and 4. Race four today, uh, the Wakeful Stakes here, Muns, the Racing and Sports Wakeful Stakes, group th- uh, group two for the three-year-old fillies, of course, over the 2,000 metres as the main oaks lead up. Yeah, he'll be there front and centre, the big boss of Racing and Sports, Gary Crystal, at the golden microphone out there today. Jenny Jerome here is a $4.40 chance, and that price makes it favourite. Pavitra at $6.50. So Dazzling is a $6 chance. Let's Be Frank Baby at $23. Wakamana at $16. Zenzella is a $10 chance. Thinking Rain at $31. As time goes by, $4.80. Ligia at $126. Queen Air on the backup from last Saturday at $10. Macrana at $21. Grey Northern $81. Whispering Lady $23. Uptick at $81. Barbed Wire Lady $101. An autocracy. Dean Yendall, your rider there because they won't let Laura Lafferty ride to $251. Most popular runner here is So Dazzling, and even this morning, $750 into $6 after $850 was bet about it yesterday. Uh, it's in front of As Time Goes By. Third pick, Pavitra, and fourth pick is the toppy, Jenny Jerome. Who's the best filly here, Mark? And I suppose we're looking forward to Thursday as well. Yeah, look, it's an even race. I want to go with number three, So Dazzling. I just think... I think it's the perfect Damien Oliver horse. Just saw it on that wet track at Flemington there a couple ago. He made his move mid-race, uh, got there early, but he just kept lifting the horse and lifting the horse. I think from this good gate, Pavitra looks the only leader. Uh, so does Lincoln Park in a good spot, not too far away from them. And I just think Ollie will get it to build and build. And I think So Dazzling can outstay them here to beat number eight as time goes by. Who gets the blinkers on for the first time? It looks like the distance will be perfect. If you go back through its trials got a good trial on heavy ground, so the wet shouldn't be a worry. I think it's the danger. In 10 Queen Air's a nice horse. Not really suited by the way the race was run and the, the spot it got in last time. Just got to handle the quick backup. And I put two Pavitra in, who they've taken the blinkers off, gets a soft lead, gives a good kick, and going to be hard to run down. Just going with three to outstay them, three, eight, ten, and two. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, as time goes by. I think uh, she's a really progressive filly. Uh, been building up uh, steadily, two runs in, run the manifold was good, the blinkers go on. I just like where she's drawn. She's going to have an advantage at some stage in this race with uh, other fillies uh, with you know, Thursday being their main objective, being the Oaks, and uh, so, so Dazzling's one of those, and I think she's the danger. She'll be strong late. Jenny Jerome probably has to go back from the draw, look for her to be hitting the line, and uh, 
10 Queen Air. I thought she, I liked her last week and she ran well and uh, she's out to the longer trip here. I think that won't hold any fears. Next best, 8, 3, 1 and 10. On to race five at Flemington today and we have the Tab Linlithgow Stakes here. Munns Group 2, 1,400 metres. Yes, Sinner Win is our toppy here at $10. Uh, scratch the next two. Get in to number four, Catalyst. It's a $19 chance. Crosshaven at $9.50. Ironclad at $12. Churath, our favourite at $3.70. Old Flame is a $4.60 chance. Wild Planet at $26. Scratch the next two. Down to number 12. Wicklow Town at $71. Scratch Brigantine. Poland at $18. Pride of Jenny at $6. Lord Vladivostok at $9. Most popular runner here is Churath, albeit 360 at the 370 this morning. Uh, best bet about it was $8.50. And uh, the scratchings here were well, Streets of Avalon was 41, the Inferno 17, Movada 26, Jimmy the Bear 11, and Brigantine went up a 650 chance. So that's a little bit distorted, that first price of 850. Uh, been averaged out, let me have a look at it here. Uh, been averaged out around about the $4.50 mark. Uh, it's uh, the most popular runner of Pride of Jenny, and uh, she's 550 at the sixth this morning. Third pick would be Crosshaven, uh, who went up as much as $11 this morning. And next pick would be Old Flame. How are you reading this, Dean? I'm going with Crosshaven. Uh, he races well at Flemington, 1,400 metres. I thought he did enough first up. He was wide and working, and uh, I thought he toughed it out pretty well. Drops three kilos for that run. On with him to beat seven Churath. Uh, did a Good job to win at Geelong second up, and now to 1,400 suits are even better. Uh, William Buick rides, he won on her early in her career, so uh, he, he actually had a, a ride on it previously. Eight old flame, uh, no luck at Caulfield last start. It's probably as wet as he wants, but uh, gets a cheap run from the draw and one Sinawan who's steadily building his form and fitness and, and might be next best. But uh, I thought Crosshaven would run well there, five, seven, eight and one. Yeah, I don't like this race at all. I don't trust any of these. I'll, I'll tip number 16, Lord Vladivostok, looking for something that will handle the ground and get a nice run. I do worry when they cross the border, they seem to lose their superpowers sometimes to beat number eight, Old Flame, who I think would be a good thing on decent ground. I'm not sure it was getting through that soft seven track up at Gosford there recently. Uh, seven Churath. I know it won last time. It's probably the best wet tracker in the race. I'm not sure it's going quite as well as it can. And five Crosshaven. Going to get a beautiful run up on the speed. Just want to see him let down. He was okay first up after covering ground. Don't like the race at all. 16, 8, 7 and 5. On to race 6 at Flemington today. First look at the quaddy. What a race this is, Munns. $2 million. The Coolmore Stud Stakes. Group 1, 3-year-olds. 1,200 metres. Some field gets together here. Yeah, say that again. And we've got Jack and O. The Golden Rose winner comes out of the Tab Everest, and it's a $5 chance. Best of Bordeaux at $19. Sir Jarden returned to the winner's store last Saturday, $23. Lofty Strike at $23. Natuno at $26. Buenos Noches at $8. Grand Impact is an $11 chance. Economics at $15. Meridius at $81. Duel at $61. Great Barrier Reef, $100. Custodian 151. Buse at 81. Cool and Gatters at 7. In Secret, our favourite at $3.40. Queen of the Ball at $26. And the last one is Saint Magic 
and it is a $41 pop. Most popular runner here is In Secret, and uh, as much as $4 bet about her, it's firmed every day. Four, three, eighty, three, seventy, three, forty. Double the investment on its nearest rival, which is Buenos Noches. Uh, been very, very steady since the market went up on Wednesday. Third pick would be Cool and Gatta, and next pick would be the Toppy and Jackano. Mark, who are you with? I'm with In Secret. It's a fantastic race. So I think James McDonald has got his track absolutely spot on with his summary there. And uh, In Secret's drawn a good spot. It's got Duel. It's got Queen of the Ball running along. And I think In Secret can just log into that magnificent spot, follow through behind the speed. And I think the race and the track sets up perfectly for In Secret to win. It's a beat number one, Jackano. Jackano's a beauty, drawn near enough to the extreme outside. I don't know you want to be coming too wide, so uh, just got to be a bit careful there, but we'll run well. Six, minus Notchos, same thing. Drawn out wide, but flying. Handles the soft, going to be very strong. And 14, Cool and Gatter, who comes into the race pretty fresh, unlike a few others. Will be up on the speed. I think it'll run 1,200 strongly enough. Going to be there for a long way. I'll go 15, 1, 6, and 14. Yeah, I'm going with uh, In Secret. I just think freshened up after the Golden Rose. Had a couple of looks at the straight. Looks to be going well. Just a beautiful draw, uh, the way uh, the race sets up to beat. Six bonus Noches, who's been terrific at the 1100 down the straight. Now has to extend out to 1200, but uh, he's going very well. Jacquino off the uh, Everest. Uh, he's only had the three runs this time in, but there have been the three big performances he's had to put in if he's got another big run in him. And uh, eight Economics, who... Has got wet track form in lesser company. Looked much better on the dry first up, but uh, looks a talent. And um, as Mark said about it, um, Cool and Gatto at least comes in with a, a light preparation. Uh, 15, 6, 1 and 8. On to the other feature on the day here. that The Penfolds Victoria Derby is race 7 at Flemington today. 20 minutes past 4. Three-year-olds group 1, 2,500 metres. And gee whiz, Munns with this tab mark at the couple of, couple of the top of the market have squared away from the others. Yes, uh, you're talking about Sharp and Smart, the first one, who's a $3.50 chance. It's a breath in front of Barclay Square, who's at $3.40 up from 3.30 early today. Let's roll the dice is not there. Mr Maestro at $7. Pericles at $7. What about it uh, was nominated well paid up for next Tuesday as well. Grand Piero at 26 Man Zoys on a mine at $19. Fujita San at 23 Skiffios at 61 M- uh, Muramaza at 18 Fearless Knight 81 Berardino at 41 Distrustful Award at 34 Highland Blaze at 151 King's Crossing at 51 Lendorf is is an $81 chance, and there's uh, Aberfeldy Boy is $71 for Aberfeldy Boy. Righto. Um, just under double the investment on Sharp and Smart than Barclay Square, who's then got double the investment on Mr Maestro, who's just in front of Pericles, uh, then Grand Piero, uh, Muramaza, and Distrustful Award. Dean, is it a favourites derby, or are you looking elsewhere? No, I think it's a favourite derby. I think uh, there's the the group of four that uh, stand out a bit for mine. And Barclay Square got the job done last week. I think he'd be better at Flemington. And uh, ultimately, he's just had a good building campaign. And uh, I think he's drawn just perfectly. And I think he can win the derby to beat five Pericles, who's come along at the last minute. Uh, but he ran well last week. And 
Uh, as Bun said, they had the option of running Tuesday if they'd uh, not wanted to test him at the 2500. Uh, I think he's got a terrific chance. Sharp and smart was a, a big win last week, three wide and then toughed it out late. And uh, for Mr Maestro, who's won three of the lead-ups, usually that would be good enough to be a short price favourite. But it's a good derby and he's got a poor draw. They're the problems for him, but he is going very well. Uh, two, five, one and four. I like number one, Sharp and Smart. I think it'll win here. I think this is a beauty, this horse. It, it was a good win last week. Um, I think it's drawn here to probably let a few come across it. Park behind them, fourth or fifth. Follow Barclay Square into the race. And I think they're the two best horses, and I think Sharp and Smart will win here to beat number two. Barclay Square, who gets onto the big track. Fantastic horse. Go forward, kick clear, look the winner. Just have to hold off Sharp and Smart. I certainly wouldn't be dropping off number seven, Manzoist, yet, Munz. I think it's the value in the race. It just got miles back in the spring champion. Virtually took no part in the race. Uh, Michael D takes over, can park midfield, poke its way through and run on. And five Pericles. It's most certainly an unusual derby preparation, but, gee, it's a good horse and going to be up on the speed, has to back up, has to run the 2,500 metres, but who's going to doubt that stable? I mean, one wins, one, two, seven and five. Takes us on a race eight at Flemington this afternoon. The group ones continue with the tab Empire Rose Stakes here. Muns for the girls over the Flemington Mile. And we got Ice Bath backing up out of the invitation last week in Sydney at $11. Nimalee won't be backing up. She's got a problem. Kiss on all four cheeks at $19. Kiku is a $26 chance. Exalita at $34. Mirror Vision at $34. Palaya Pan at $14. Shalo at $41. Belle Plazier out of the invitation. She went well in the invitation the other day at $19. Scratch the next two there in the Golden Eagle. Yearning at $13. Daisy's at $23. LaCrick is a $2.25 favourite. Elusive Express at $34. She's lickety split at $8. Then we go to My Whisper on the backup from last Saturday at $19. A tissue, Brett Preble, your rider there, at $21. was $34 earlier this morning. Pride of Jenny's not there and Cliff's Art is one of mine at $81. Rider, let's have a look at this. LaCrick, the Kiwi here, easily best supported runner. Even this morning, $230 into $225. About uh, 15% of the total money on it has come this morning. It's um, well, close to 10 times the amount of money on it that its nearest rival, which is Ice Bath, who's always a very, very popular runner. Yearning is the third pick, and then you'd have to go to She's Lickety Split, but dominating here, Lickrick. You with the favourite marker against? I'm um, with uh, Richard, I think she'll win. Uh, take away Chris Wallace, a couple of runners that he scratched for Sydney, and I just think La Creek is better than them. You maybe can argue that her two flatter runs or two of her less runs were on heavy ground. So maybe that's a slight query, but they were very early in the campaign. So we'll forgive her that. I think she'll go forward. There doesn't look like a great deal of tempo and pressure in the race. I think she'll get a good run. And I think she's too good to beat number nine, Belle Placier. Good bit tracker, Belle Placier. And it's fit now after three runs from a spell. Gets a lovely run from the draw. 16 cheese, lickety split. With a big weight advantage in this sort of ground, I know Andrew Forsman didn't want it too wet, but with the weight advantage, then she'll go forward and run a terrific race. And I put 17 My Whisper in, who got back to form in a weaker race at the Valley last time, but on the improve and can run a race. I think 14 probably wins, 14, 9, 16 and 17. Yeah, I think uh, she'll win like Rick. Uh, she was beaten first up on heavy ground where they ran 132. This is uh, certainly not uh, the condition she'll face here and she was dominant last start. 
I think uh, against the Mayors, she can win. I think the danger is the other New Zealander in she's legally split because of the weight, uh, and they should use that advantage. And I just think, to be honest, the, the Mayors at the top aren't eight kilos better than uh, she's legally split. So she's got a great advantage here to run well. Uh, five, Exolita would have preferred it drier, but gets a cheap run with the blinkers on. And 13 Daisies, uh, another one with the blinkers on for grand final day next best. But uh, no, I think the Kiwis will be taking the bulk of the money here. 14 and 16, 14, 16, 5, 13. Ninth and last year, Munns, we finish off with the Mayor's Group 3, the Furby Sprint at 1,100 metres. Yeah, Serides isn't there. So we start with Asfura here, uh, the favourite at $3.20. Did go up $3 earlier this morning, so 3 out to $3.20. Zapateo for the Blue Jackets at $6.50. Baluchi Babe is a $26 chance. Fatus at $71. One Diva is a $10 chance.